0: Today I talked, I should probably note that all of these initial, I'm calling it phase one episodes, so any episode before, I think it's number 65, was recorded in 2020 or earlier. Um, The podcast really took hiatus during COVID, and um, in a lot of ways I wasn't necessarily feeling a lot of the conversations um, I was having, um, uh, this is a definitely an exception to that rule. Um, and, and also, I should say, it's not necessarily the guests. Um, it was a lot of the process and, and the direction of the show, which was leading to bringing on guests for the wrong reason. Um, we were focused on Northeast Wisconsin, and I kind of just want to talk to people I'm interested in Um So today we have Art Hop Collective. This was filmed October 24th, 2019, uh, just before Halloween. This was super interesting because there was four other people in addition to myself. We had kind of a wonky mic set up, but it was super fun. These guys are awesome. They are an art collective out of Green Bay. And uh, I really hope you enjoy our conversation. It was almost two hours and... um. These guys are, are really great for the art scene in Northeast Wisconsin, and Five, enjoy. Four, three. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back, but why not? But why not?
1: Yeah, that, one I just, like, like, <laughs> <dangerous>? that microphone <laughs> had a beer before it takes. What's tears. up, ladies and gentlemen?
2: <laughs> 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 Can we start there? <laughs> You
3: guys cross paths? What's that? YouTube YouTube cross path? Yeah, this right. where I got it. <laughs> that was a bad influence. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That is a funny story, though. Was an older. Kid. Hey, we're live.
0: We are? Yep. Mm-hmm. What's up, friends? This is the But Why Not live show. We're with the Art Hop Collective. It is a awesome group. Is there, it's you four, right? That's the gist. Of yeah. course. There's core. no others? The main core.
1: Yeah. The part. main core. Okay. Um, are you guys trying to add members? Do you try? Like, how does um, that work? We bring artists in, yeah, all the time. Okay. Yeah, mostly mostly musicians, but we're, we're open to whatever. The whole idea is the collaboration. Okay, sweet. So,
0: yeah, I've seen these guys live twice. Uh, both times is awesome. Most recently was uh, at a DJ show at the Art Garage in Green Bay, a DJ being VECT. Mm. And uh, it's really cool, I think. I, I think. Yeah, well, Greg's <laughs> probably watching. Yeah. Um, so I talked to Andrew ahead of time, and uh, you basically described the hip-hop, how hip-hop started was graffiti, break dancing, and like MCs
3: basically, like yes, DJ. Yeah. Yeah. And the lost fifth art of beatboxing. Hi, mm. Carnage. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> is
0: Carnage an old beatboxer? Uh, Carnage is Ooh. a
3: really dope beatboxer rapper from we're plugging this already. That's right. Uh, he's a he's a he's an OG uh, beatboxer rapper from um, St. Paul, Minnesota, Minneapolis, and he does um, like live looping. So he has a bunch of pedals on the floor, and he can loop his voice. and He's got two different microphones.
4: We we had him out for a show in May. Nice. Yes. Yeah, and I've known him for
3: a while. Um, and he'll rap, and then he'll basically beatbox the whole beat, and, like he can make like any beat with his mouth. Then he loops it, and then grabs another mic, and then raps over it, and he's, like, extremely skilled. Uh, like too. Yeah, yeah too. amazing. He's, he's like, a, he's entertainer extraordinaire. At times yeah. 1000, like, he's, like, two hours will fly by, and yeah, he like just, like, on. won't stop. But, yeah, he's amazing. That's cool. Who's the guy with the crazy
0: hair that did that on, like, Ted and stuff? Is he from The Roots? That one of The Roots guys? Oh,
3: yeah, Rozelle. Mm. Mm. Rozelle. Oh. Yeah, Rozelle been around for a while. Back in the day, it's crazy though. Rozelle used to do um, like stuff with Rob Swift, so they had um, Rob Swift is another like legendary scratch DJ from the crew called the Executioners, and they they would do like shows together. And I think they he was even on Rob Swift's like first mixtape, and he would they would battle each other. So Rob Swift would do the scratches, and then Rozelle would mimic them with his mo. Okay. And they would do stuff together. But yeah, he's wow. he's he's dope too. Like yeah, that's cool. One a
0: can we plug this in your phone oh well just like, check the audio on your phone
2: oh yeah, people yes. will tell
0: us if it's not working but <laughs> perfect what okay. delay I just
3: wanted mm-hmm. to make sure yeah. it's a
1: little bit yeah well cujo's yeah. doing a show right with uh carnages at December, yeah. December yes where is he out
3: of uh, st Paul in Minneapolis okay and I didn't mean to plug that it just Noah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, you know that's cool. But, um,
4: Friday, December sixth, Green Bay, Carnage Executioners coming up. Look out for details. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> how far?
1: How far are you guys? How far are
0: you networked? Like, how long have you guys been around? I,
1: I mean, been, they're pretty strong in the last. Yeah. We've I been what me? three years. Where we've been together. Pretty
3: strong now. locally. Like this. Like I met these guys locally, but our, our music resources to both music artists are pretty far out mm-hmm. because I've I've been doing it for so long that you just end up making connects. Right. And anytime that somebody is you know trying to plan out a tour they look at like the cities like um, okay who do we have there for affiliates who can help us and then you know they'll reach out to somebody like hey who do you know in Green Bay that can book a show I'm um, going through there in between Milwaukee and you know whatever right and here. then so Twin cities. yeah Oshkosh used to be like a really big pub and still kind of is for like indie hip-hop so there's Daryl Pounds out of Oshkosh back in the day and his brother would book like these really cool indie hip-hop shows okay. like Aesop Rock, Idea, Sadat X, they book all these like yeah, like, like legit awesome artists, you know, and uh, so they, they kind of started the network, mm-hmm. but it's like work, you know, you have to, that's the whole point too, I think of a collective too, is to like, you want to work together to build something. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to keep feeding stuff back into it. Yeah, which know, is the work, which is the art. The show is the, Hicking, the hooking, hype. people up. You know, it's not. It's it's never really about one person. Mm-hmm. You know, you both. You just try to help out where you can, as much as you can. You know, to bring somebody up. That's how you get stronger. You yeah, um, and that's how you have longevity. You know, like there's a lot of. It's funny when you look at. Uh, it's not funny, but it's it's this thing when you look at like um, young people that are trying to do things and they get huge crowds because everybody their age is down with it, but they don't realize that like four years down from the road, all the friends that show up for them, they're gonna get married and and then they're gonna have kids and their Mm -hmm. crowd starts to dissipate and uh, it becomes this thing like you have to think about how do you, if that's what you love, how do you do it with any sort of longevity, Mm -hmm. you know? Because the the crowd and the people that support you that's always constantly changing yep. you know
4: how do you get people who don't know you and don't care about you to come out mm.
3: <laughs>
0: consistently or how do you build a core that goes beyond the values beyond the temporary values of youth maybe right you know, you know. Um, Well, I think
1: our crowd initially was more of like the artsy crowd honestly mm-hmm. you know probably more than the hip-hop crowd. So, I mean, we're kind of pulling from both. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's what helps us, too. It was a cool mix.
0: I I went to the Beck show, and mm-hmm. most of the people I knew were from just the art scene and right, in general. Right, Bay. right.
3: And I that wonder one was how cool. that happened, though, where all of a sudden... Because it's always been there. Like Green Bay's always had a pretty strong core of uh, good music, good punk rock scene, good art people. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how it... I guess just the more interest in people exactly like what we're talking about, just playing a role. Like they're not necessarily this, the, the main act, but they care about it so much that they're putting together these things, that it's happening so much. You That's know? the foundation, mm-hmm. there needs to be. I think we missed yeah. that before, like why it didn't happen so much before, because the talent was always there. But I think the interest in people just wanting to bring that forward and do cool things, mm-hmm. now it's like every weekend there's something cool. Yeah. We are really, really fortunate. How do you guys
0: feel about the art scene in general? Just like in Green Bay, maybe kind of Midwest?
1: Well, I mean, look, it's... it's. I think we prefer to always bring positive energy towards it. I mean, you, you grow up in this area, right, and you're told from the time you are a kid, there's nothing to do here, there's no art scene, you can't do this, you can't do that. And for me, that was always motivation to do exactly that then you know so yeah. I think it's thriving I mean people yeah, I are hungry it's amazing. you can do anything and people love it you know I mean so the idea is to just make sure there's quality there too but considering the yeah. size of yeah. the
3: city mm-hmm. and just you know the quality that's being pumped out um, and just the c- collaborating and like the the lack of ego you know which kills that's what everything it mm-hmm. like everybody's just working together like, they don't Nobody gives a shit like about that stuff. They just want to create something with somebody. They want to be a part of something. They want to, you know, look upon that night and talk about it later, mm-hmm. and uh, all the toxic stuff that goes with it. Seems like it just, for whatever reason, it's like we've been fortunate that it's not. It's, it hasn't been like that in the you know? Do you think? Uh, do you think the ego
0: it moves to the coasts? Mm. Or like, what do you think? Is it just something about this area? I think,
3: honestly, it's people and it's people in the community that squash it. I think it's like yeah, for sure, squashing that. You guys, it's not beat people up if they <laughs> no, 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 no no. I
4: think the culture just doesn't support it. You know, like people don't want to see that. Like it's all about me. It's true. Massive yeah. startup. It is one of those things too. You like know, when one it, of the when yeah.
3: it rears its ugly head. It's kind of everybody's job to be like, hey man, you know, that's that's not really what it's about. Mm-hmm. And the market will decide, like, if
0: the cultural market doesn't
4: is Well, it's the Midwest. Like, watch. this is exactly. this is the realist it gets. Yep. You know, like, I have I feel like all of the praise I've gotten from my, like, stage presence is all people, like, coming up to me telling me how cool it is that I'm, like, an authentic person. Mm. You know, like, that they can just come and talk to me. And, right. like, I'm not putting yeah. on this mask for yep. the stage. I'm just, like... Being myself, it's a
3: generational thing too. Like yeah. younger generations, they're not disillusioned with that you know stuff as much. They want it's their their whole platform is is like acceptance, and, right? And um, happiness. You know.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yeah that is definitely like prevailing in the mainstream mm-hmm. narrative because the mainstream is like now <laughs> infinite side streams on the internet. It's not a main right. controlled stream anymore. So it kind of just shows, I think, how the masses have felt for all this time, mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. how like this percentage of people wanted you to think, you know, through TV and right. and like the controlled Hollywood and TV was like the two. And we and there's you know, mm-hmm.
3: there's a lot more control, you know, at, at a grassroots level. Right.
0: I mean? Everything about the art scene um, in Green Bay and Appleton, Northeast Wisconsin, feels. It is, it's 100,000% grassroots, which is really cool. I guess there's, I don't know, maybe a little bit of non-grassroots when you have shows coming to town and stuff, but that's just, like, general mm-hmm. It's weird, though, like, the way you talk
3: about the, um, the larger scale productions, mm-hmm. right, uh, if you look at a lot of the... People involved with those, like the Let's Be Frank Productions or whatever, yep. they're still very much involved in everything on the grassroots too. You know, constantly yes. trying to do whatever they can to make things happen. Yeah, um, you know, and that's that's cool, especially with their you know resources. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Frank's got. We had Frank on the show. He he said he's got a bunch of interns that are writing content for Green Bay artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or trying to at least. And then they have the events.
3: It, right? all, it all comes down to making sure that people are constantly supporting. And I mean, I think it's probably a give and take that you want to try to keep it fresh and give people what they want and what they don't know that they want, but they need, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, you have a main attraction that's like for sure what they want and then you like test other things in there and
3: you're like, so like, you responded to that. Yeah, total that Classic tactic, you know. Mix, yeah. mix in the stuff that I got to play this song that's terrible and then <laughs> after that I'm going to play like Free Fellowship, you know, know about this and then you know you
0: start to learn what most people, right?
3: Yeah, and and there's just certain stuff that it, like music is like a collage too. So there's there's just like any medium like that. There's certain things that fit together better than others based on whatever. And uh you start to realize like that there's this really popular song and it goes really good with this one thing that people don't know about but they should and then you mesh the two and yeah. sneak it in there. That's like
0: uh, really good songs from the past getting remade and kind of like brought back to
3: It's the like light. when everybody thought that the guy on Kanye, the Paul McCartney thing, like who's this new guy, Paul McCartney? <laughs> Just so, yeah. that little four or five seconds
0: song or whatever? Yeah, isn't there like... He's got a little sample in there? and yeah. there's he's got there's
3: credits in it for Paul McCartney and-
0: so along that line <laughs> I saw on Twitter the other day you guys know Post Malone mm. so he made a song with Ozzy with Ozzy Osbourne and it's pretty cool you guys should check it out if you like Ozzy um, I love Ozzy and all these people on Twitter were saying like Whoever the hell this Ozzy guy is, better give posts some praise for putting him on. <laughs> <laughs> and this nobody. <laughs>
1: That's unreal. Yeah.
0: yeah, so someone screenshotted like four of those tweets from four different people and were like, Ozzy didn't do acid every day for an entire year and somehow survive for you guys to dis- disrespect him. <laughs> it, was yeah. it wasn't just like a joke. Yeah, no, <laughs> all these people, yeah, just like he was yeah. saying, they just don't know because. It just didn't it, cross their radar. A lot of people don't look back,
3: you know. Yes. Yeah. And when you're <laughs> young, you're like, you don't know. Man. Yeah. There's so much out there to explore, and you're like already exactly. overwhelmed. Part of that's okay about-
1: though, because then you're not like complacent, you know. It's like you're, it, I think that lights a fire underneath people that've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Because you know? if there's some like shit hot artist, right? Like mm-hmm. I want a, uh, you know. Time will. Forget, it's cool that right? Ozzy was Let's like, right.
0: "I'm coming back into the mainstream." Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I right. mean, that's the game, like that's how you, you know, that's the legacy game.
1: Right. Like staying... Right. again. Yeah, again. Yeah, I don't
3: people know. People forget, you know. It's all about
1: that moment past. though, you know, just creating moments and that, let mm-hmm. someone else sort that's it out a, whether it's good or bad or, you right. Know, right. know. That's a super yeah. humbling
3: thing as you get older though, like, as you get older you realize like, like it doesn't, like, I don't really, like, people are going to forget, about it. I don't matter, like, right. you know, like what what can I do? Or like, how can I live? to Where, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be humble about it, you know, as you age, like, um, yeah,
0: you have to live it in the moment. Like it, that's all we have, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, and it's
1: interesting as an artist, too. I think it's harder, you know, as a musician, but because you're putting yourself out there as a human being, like as an artist, I've had conversations with people about myself, not knowing that they're talking to, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about Something that I did as an artist, not knowing that I'm the artist, and mm. there's it's kind of neat doing that because you know you have to have thick skin, but they'll tell you exactly how they how they feel, you know. Right yeah, when they don't know
3: it's you. Right. Yeah.
1: That's I love that.
2: Total
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> dude, is it usually the, positive? That dude's a dick. Yeah. Right. No, it doesn't bother me at all. That's about. Is I it mean, usually positive? No one's. Oh yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know that's me, right? A hundred, hundred to <laughs> well, one, I would say. And that's the cool dude. thing with Green Bay right? too is that yeah. people, uh, there's so much love. People just pour that out onto you know. Yep where you can go to some other cities, and if you've seen that type of thing before, you may be like, eh, you know, so, but that being said, I think we always try to keep it fresh, you know,
3: Appreciative area, you know, for all the arts, obviously, Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's murals popping up everywhere, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, there's so So much support, it's just like a very, they're very appreciative,
1: it's cool. We're in the middle of like an art movement of some kind between mm-hmm. the Fox Cities and Green Bay. I think you know, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's just I'm just happy to be part of it. You know. Yeah.
0: Do you guys see your group as that creating moments for people? Yeah, um, I, I think, think so. so. Absolutely.
3: So like, yeah. For sure. I mean, I mean, every it's time all, it's all it's live. always on to the next. <laughs> When we get when mm-hmm. we finish something or anything we've worked on together, it's always just onto the next. And when the you journey. see the we mistakes, paint over the murals right? when yeah. they're done, right? I mean, if that isn't a mistake. Yeah, everybody world. wants
1: to sell it. They're like, "What are you going to do with that?" And yeah. they they want to sell you, and it's like, yeah. well, "We're just going to paint over." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it just blows their mind that we're doing. It. It's not about selling it, you know what I mean? I would mm-hmm. do if that if that's the case, I would do something else. There's a lot easier ways to make money than being an artist in Green
3: Bay. I'm right. going to say,
1: you know, but
3: I always thought that was a. I always thought that was like a. Cool a cool metaphor for everything, like ab- about what mattered most, you know, right? That the murals get painted over, and yeah. Like, I always thought that was like because when you tell people that, they're like, Why would you do that? It's like, You gotta just come to the show and hang right. out, yeah. you know? that's because
1: you do you like, weren't there and you done effed up, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> you but you it's ephemeral, it you know, it's ephemeral, it's there and it's gone, kind of thing. I think that makes it precious in a way you know doing and then you you, you see like the artist working through mistakes you're like okay, you know you're reworking working and reworking things and stuff like that that's what I think makes it cool you know um, it's awesome. yeah, it's not so polished you know
0: yeah it's not yeah
1: and we do that too I mean let me don't get me wrong I mean we make a living off art okay mm-hmm. but not the art hop thing I you know, mean mm-hmm. so
0: it's awesome
1: we should probably, we didn't even talk about what we all do yeah show. I was
0: actually just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna pivot. kinda miss that huh yeah, yeah. um why don't we start with you, Cujo? Oh. Um, just kind of
1: describe. Are, pre- you from, are you from Green Bay? I appreciate staring down there, by the way. Um, so. Yeah,
0: I'm not.
4: I'm not <laughs> from Green Bay. Um, actually, I have just been here just over three years now, and uh, like just a couple months into okay. moving here, was the first time I did a show with Andrew. Nice. <laughs> uh, just like a mutual friend of ours Connecting connected us, and I ended up. Performing at his gallery closing, and he painted live. Yeah. Um, and how did how there did you,
3: this, that, wasn't that was it Casey or, or who was it? Was yeah, it Casey. yeah,
4: Casey. Okay. Casey, early Kruger, Shout out. Is that the, What's up, Casey? The
1: same show that JB did JB did the opening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Cool. Yeah, that was a fun. That was fun.
0: Um, yeah, and then. How do you describe what you do? Like what your art form is?
4: I mean, I, I'm a rapper. You know, I usually say hip hop artist because mm-hmm. it sounds nicer, but I mean, I rap what i do uh but yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm an MC, a writer you know i'm really a writer first and foremost mm-hmm. um and and emceeing allows you to get a whole lot of words out in a short period of time mm-hmm. so that was a, a natural fit for me but i, I write spoken word poetry I've, I've got some written poetry as well actually just quick shout out to myself, I've got a poem uh, getting stamped in the sidewalks of the city of Green Bay Sweet. By, uh, by the city of Green Bay, so that was pretty dope to be selected for that, so that's going to be pretty cool when that comes out uh, I like that
3: we do these interviews because I don't know any of this. Laura, we, if, we, I was, if I wasn't time, supposed to mention that, Laura, I'm sorry. It's the first Man. time I'm about it. <laughs> like, oh, because like, every time we talk, it's like about planning or or coordinating or doing something. We never take the time to be like, "That's true. I'm, I'm doing I, this I, really yeah. cool thing. You all should appreciate." Yeah, That's true. Anyway.
4: These really are my brothers, but yeah, we don't get to spend that much time no, no. together. That it isn't like
0: really yeah, they're putting work yeah. in. Business.
4: Well, math kind of sucks, you know. But but yeah, I mean, so I'm an MC writer. Poem, poet, lyricist, um...
0: Seems like you have a, like, uh, I watched a couple of your videos, it seems like you have, like, a more conscious, like, um, higher level approach to your lyrics, does that sound right? Sure, I mean, I, I think people can call it what they want, I mean... Yeah, I don't want to put you in a box, there's I a guess I just different mean...
4: ways to go about it, but I just, I just write about the things that I've think about and then yeah. I want to talk about. I, I would
3: say he's not, he's you know, not so. rapping about asses and stuff, but he does have a song about ass I think about <laughs> a, a girl he <laughs> loves, though. Oh, right. It's more socially <laughs> conscious than that, you know? Maybe Gujo did have something for us. rapping about champagne and asses, <laughs> yep. but he yeah, have I would like
4: to hear Gojo, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, can we get, like, a uh, excerpt? Sure, you know, so, uh, to,
4: to get, like, a behind-the-scenes curtain look, you know, Evan wanted to battle me. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we came up a little short in our in our preparation, so so I'll, I'm just gonna spit sure. a quick uh, flow that I actually wrote about the art hop. If that's cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, is it nice? Is Do it you like, want to be? Nice you saying nice things? Okay. No, no. It's Okay. No.
4: Right. No. I gotta remember it anyway. I gotta I gotta get okay. it in my memory banks here. I'm in talking mode, uh, but. Drippity drop, the art hippity hop collective, sick of these sloppy MCs, tricking they block to empty, clips at they moms, and we can look at the cost and reconstruct what we lost, but will we ever be flossing It's the art hop collective, intertwinable souls, those paint drops reflect them more than glittering gold, you know it's about to get real when you see the mic in my hold, and quit talking to the DJ, he actually does shit, yo, <laughs> we're working here, step back and enjoy the show, I'll give you some stories of lyrical flow, there'll be struggles, some fear, some tears, cried, and hope but by the end of the day, you will and I will be ready to grow. They say a picture's worth a thousand words, so consider this a thesis. Consider mumble rap a scourge. It's about as far from hip-hop as Elvis was from Reeboks, not even the same mm. category. Please stop. Find yourself caught between DJ RGS and the concrete. That's between our rock and a hard place. Crack a smile, let go of your hard face. You know we got the illest live muralist in the pace. My Haitian brethren, expressionism better than. The paint flows in rhythm with Gregory Frederick and... Fractal detail, <laughs> Fractal detail at high speed. Don't have thin skin, but nobody does it like my man Andrew Lindskins. Oh man! Nice, <laughs>
0: Hell yeah! Yeah, I didn't write anything. I, <laughs> I was gonna go. I was just gonna try and go off the top, and if, yeah, it, if I, it failed, I was just, to just
4: go gonna. It's uh, not It's not my. It's not my specialty Probably
0: anymore. like, probably like. Uh, <laughs> Six or seven times a year, if I had to say, Oh, I thought like, you were
3: gonna say six or seven times a day. Like, no, that's how you do your meetings. No, Yo, check it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, From now on, all
4: venture Wisconsin interviews should start with a freestyle. They should.
0: I should. <laughs> yeah. I should Kinda spit cool. a freestyle. Yeah. And then I'll make them do it as well. Oh, that's boy. it. That'd be cool. I like
4: yeah. that. That's, that could be your like. That yeah. be your thing, man. That's, All right, Gregory. This.
1: Freestyle, go.
4: Oh man. <laughs>
1: no, you're gonna upset Gregory. Oh. He's not. He's not. That's the one thing he, he will do not. It. He do I it. Mean, I don't
5: know. That would be the one thing, and uh, would... that's <laughs> not gonna be. it's not gonna
3: be in English, though. You guys don't know what the hell he's saying. Yeah. That'd be sweet, though. <laughs> I don't know. No, that nah. Don't
5: be jump out of my head right now, dude. event.
0: For sure. So, Andrew. That's like, your topic.
5: Well, yeah, Andrew can do it. Let's go for that. I'm not. I am not. rapping.
3: To ask the buck now. <laughs> you got to rap about Andrew. Uh, Actually, I'm not. It's weird. <laughs> kind of weird. Dialects are really good at rapping. Like, uh, well,
0: they're like they're new. It's like novel. It's well, like some, some, a some new palette.
3: Just, just have flow to them naturally. Like, well, like shorts, Japanese yeah, rappers right. sound really good. Hmong rappers. Sound mm. really good oh. for some reason. Mm. Really? Um, yeah, I have heard I a few. Now, I've
4: a heard a few normal normal rappers for sure. Oh yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of dumb but we're at serious rappers. risk of being derailed. Shout out to
3: Elvis. Yeah, yeah right. Gregory. Yeah, Gregory, Tell me what you do, What's, what's uh, your history?
5: Well, I'm I'm a painter. Mm-hmm. Um, my medium is acrylic. Mm-hmm. So um, my style is kind of called it modern eclectic. A little bit like surrealism. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cubism, all this type of style, and I add them together. Yeah. You know, but most, um, expressionism. Mhm. So that's Whatever the way I can probably describe it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I definitely see the surreal aspects. Movement, yeah. I've I've only seen a few of your works uh, in modern prints. All right. Um. But yeah, I, I can definitely pick that out of it. Yeah.
5: It, yeah. My work is. Mostly like, you have to see it to really understand it. Mm-hmm. But if you understand cubism, yes, it's me. If you understand surrealism, yes, it's me.
0: Did you like research those, or did you just come to the canvas and like that's what came out?
5: Well, I'm a self-taught artist. Um, but um, in Haiti, um, I have a few of my buddies. So before I started, they just helped me out and <sighs> give me some directions. They say, hey, because I have the talent, they push me out. Yeah, how did, to you get, start, you know? how did you start? Well, thanks for the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I it started, it's kind of funny. Um just made a few of my body um, in 88. So at school before that, I didn't have opportunity really to get like stuff in units as you have a painting class, anything like that. Right. But I had the talent, but I didn't really realize that. Mm-hmm. So after high school, I couldn't make it to college. And that's the way that continue mm-hmm. and doing pick up what I know and go in it and since we the United States or so. Yep,
0: putting it to work. Yeah.
5: It's kinda of long story but Yeah. Short.
0: No, not it's not that long. That wasn't long. Yeah. Um when did you get to Green Bay?
5: Um I've been here since two thousand thirteen. Okay. So um I got my visa to come visit um our Street actually. Okay. And that then that's pretty cool. But nice before that I met um, my wife right now so we weren't married married yet so I met her in Haiti so we used to work together Mm. so then moved to Green Bay she's from here yeah she's from Green Bay okay um then that's the way cool been
3: here yeah and how small Green Bay is though so his wife has mutual friends of all a oh, bunch of mutual friends of my friends mm-hmm. so we all kind of knew the same people before we knew each other nice and then we like and obviously we have I have a lot of friends that are in music and art and stuff and so we cross paths like the sound guy and she'd be like
2: oh I went to school
5: with Sean
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know Sean
2: yeah. one time you got all fucked
3: up yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of crazy the, yeah that's the awesome the degree of separation I mean you, um, yeah. you lose that in you know, a bigger city I guess maybe yeah, um, I, I guess it's probably the same if you grow up there.
0: But. Yeah, I mean, people are definitely close here. Um, we're always six degrees away from Kevin Bacon, though. Right. So it doesn't really. I want to be lower than. <laughs> I want to be three degrees. Away from <laughs> that, okay. get, a, get into his what into about his this? atmosphere.
3: See, the he was the dude in Hollow Man, right? Yes. Oh my god, that's
1: terrible. <laughs> that was such a terrible movie. I've never seen movie. that movie. Like. There were invisible.
3: There's gratuitous shots of his like, invisible penis the whole time during the movie. It's <laughs> Tell me that. Well,
1: whatever, whatever you're into, I don't know. He's like, just flexing.
3: It's like some guy He's who like went someone's got to do CGI and stuff had to do that. That was one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. He probably wanted hey, to make hey. real art. Your mom, I'm in a movie with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <Reagan>. He probably <laughs> wanted to make hey, real hey, art, yeah, show art. Show me art. something. He's editing yeah. holographic yeah. penises <laughs> for like, yeah. a big paycheck. I would do it. Sorry, just saying. Side, side note, though. But it's all pertinent.
0: So are you from Green Bay? I'm or f- from Ash- Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay? Yeah, from- That's right, you were saying USA. No.
3: I'm from Green Bay, yeah. Um, I grew Gregory's up-
0: learning stuff, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, we, we moved around a, a, a little bit when I was younger, but for the most part, I'm a West Sider my entire life. Um, yeah, I grew up there.
0: How'd you get into music? I,
3: I think I, honestly, my first... My first like venture into music was because Green Bay. For people that don't know, Green Bay has always been like this really awesome spot for punk rock music, mm-hmm. rock and roll, garage rock. So when I was in like sixth grade, when I was, like, <laughs> yep. you know, partying sixth grade, <laughs> um, there, there was always there was like like punk rock shows all the time back then. So there used to be this venue called Kutzkus Hall that was in Howard. It's a family video now. But uh, they there would be people that would promote shows there. One of the guys from Green Bay still does a lot of uh, event promotion in town, still booking like really really good awesome bands. But I was a skateboarder with all these skate kids, and that was back then. I mean, this is in the eighties. You know, um, it was a pretty close knit group of people from a bunch of different ages, and we used to go to these punk rock shows at Kleska's Hall, and there was like. Gazi played their descendants, like bigger names, you know, mm. back then they were probably, you know, still big, but not as big as they are now. And the, my first experience with like being really into music and collecting records and like, you know, reading liner notes and stuff was back then. Um, and so I always like kind of listened to punk rock music. And then when I got into the, you know high school, you know, Big Daddy Kane, you know, on TV Raps, all that was mm-hmm. around. So then, I, that was a natural progression. And yeah. uh, I've always just listened to like everything, um, which is how I try to DJ. You know, I try to um, incorporate everything from my past, and you know, try to mesh it together and make it fit you know, somehow, some way. Which kind of stinks because I'm I miss out on a lot of new stuff. I'm s- still just stuck in, in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started collecting records, and there used to be this place called Imports Plus back then, mm-hmm. and an exclusive company, still around. But you would go there and you'd buy tapes. You see this guy Jim Nye that worked at Imports Plus, and he'd be like, "You need, you need to get this tape. You buy that tape, it'd be, you know, this would it, be good." And then I didn't really start thinking about DJing until like, I mean, I seen Juice and I wanted to scratch, right? I knew that. And even before that, I heard scratching on Herbie Hancock's Rocket, and I, like, wanted to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, like, it was intriguing to me. And, um, but it wasn't until I was 18. DJing's expensive, like, back then. Turntables were, like, really expensive, so you couldn't just, like, start doing it. Like, you had to, it was a serious investment. Um, And I had always collected records, but I didn't really have a legit setup. So it became this thing where I saved a lot of money. I bought a used set of turntables and then a mixer. And um, it wasn't until like 94 or 95 that, that I actually had like a legit setup. And then it's like, okay, now how do you use this stuff? Mm-hmm. And then it was like around that time I ran across a tape. I bought a VHS tape at exclusive company in Appleton <laughs> from my guy, Jason Verhagen. How do you rest ask? in peace. Who's, he's one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met in my life. He's like, dude, I saved this tape for you because I think you would like it, and it was this turn. It was called Turntable TV, and it was by DJ Qbert with the Invisible Scratch Pickles. It was basically just an hour of a guy just scratching and hanging out and talking shit the whole time. And um, I seen that video and I was like, Was he describing like how to do it? uh, No, he was just like hanging out with his friend and scratching, and they were just like. It would be like if me and one of my friends were hanging out in a room like in, in the most natural of circumstances mm-hmm. um not like contrived at all recording everything and then that's they just release it like no way it's like that but there was like just this scratching on it that was like i mean obviously now knowing what i know now he's one of the most prolific legendary scratchers of all time but i seen that video and i was like oh so i started to dissect that and then collect more and like tutorial videos. And like scratching is really like all I really wanted to do but it's I'm not very good at it, it's hard for me, you know? So, and it's like a discipline that you have to like do like all the time and I'm yeah. lazy. Um, but then I ha- also had a, a best friend that also got into that at the same time. So we used to literally just do these basement parties where all we did was scratch the whole time. Like I'm sure it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> half the called. crowd
0: was <laughs> pretending to like it, and half the crowd. Yeah, was The like, other what?
3: half the crowd, <laughs> they went upstairs. <laughs> so, but there'd be like there'd be like these basement parties, and there would be like raver kids, and they would be playing like you know whatever was popping at the time, probably trance. And then we go down there and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like offbeat and terrible. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and and then you just start meeting all these like-minded people. It's weird this is even like before the internet was really like a big thing, so f- like forums just started popping up. MySpace wasn't even it didn't even exist then, mm-hmm. so it was like hard to find people that were into that sort of thing because it was such a niche thing um, that were into it. You know, so besides like my two friends that were into it, it was really hard to find others in the area. And this it. is
0: like, this is
3: before 2000. This is like 98, like you
0: know. a few years after. 18 when you started doing everything?
3: Yeah, so okay. <coughs> I started at like nine. I started like taking, like really getting into the scratch in like 19, 20 years old. Okay. And uh, so it was just a couple friends, but then as things went on, like and the internet grew and mm-hmm. means of communication got better, um, I would, you know, I heard about like this guy in Oshkosh, JB, and then I heard about this guy in Stevens Point, imaginary friend, and then You like slowly meet all these guys, and then we started all doing stuff together. Um,
0: Did that evolve you into more DJing um, with scratch on top?
3: I think. Well, initially when I started, I just wanted to scratch, but then I would play like parties, and and people would be like, "Oh, well, yeah, he can scratch, but." He sucks as an overall good DJ, you know. And <laughs> yeah, I did, you know. I was not good. Like I you always mix, start. You have know? to start somewhere. And then you have to, he's like take it personally. Like oh, I can't mix. I'll show them I can't mix. And then, like, but and then you, yeah, then you evolve. You, you know, you're constantly trying to refine your skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not till after you do something. And I think it's with any talent. It's not until after you're doing something for like 10 years. You know, where you truly like find like where you fit in. You know, your lane. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you can start to refine the things that you're naturally good at, you know, or whatever you can bring to the table, and then um, so it wasn't until like, you know, I've been doing this like 25 years, but it honestly wasn't until like maybe 10 years ago, and and granted, in between all this, there's this technological boom, so all that changes mm-hmm. the context of how you how your workflow would go or what you would do, how you, how you would do your it. path. But it wasn't until like later that you know you fu- I found like um, okay this is my thing this is what I can do well this is what I can bring to the table mm-hmm. now how can I uh, do what I do not only with artists but with other um, DJs and stuff how can I collaborate with them and, and so I have a collective of four or five other DJs we get together once a month and we just do these very personal um, things where we all meet up at usually my house and we eat all day and drink and. <laughs> do whatever else, and then uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we basically just, you know, make music, uh, and it's all right. kind of scratch-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool, because you...
0: But it's about producing. Um, it's about getting it out, and it's practicing, it's, and, and it's trying new it It's about
3: the things. moment, though. It's about mm-hmm. the moment, because we don't get to see each other very often, so we just really want to hang out, and then mm-hmm. we're just basically... Um, it's very free and open, so we'll start these jams. Like if you haven't seen like scratch jams, basically mm-hmm. they we're making everything out of scratching. So the drum beat we're making out of scratching. You mm-hmm. Take a kick and a snare, and you scratch a kick and a snare, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have somebody that will play horns over that. Somebody that will do a bass line under that. And then you have somebody usually this guy Frank I know that does like verses and scratches because. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, he's probably the most sound. Ever. I know a
0: guy who can spit you some
3: verses. <laughs> and we do and we have, like, a bunch of... And now it's become where we have people that actually have come with guitars and, and nice. stuff. And, um,
0: but That's cool. So, people who have never been to a show, you obviously do the music. Do you guys usually play together? Because you didn't, you didn't spit, I guess, at the fact show. Do
3: you guys normally do that? It was a yeah. conscious DJ-only okay. art hop event. Okay.
1: Um, We're trying to expand and do different things. That I mean, not to limit it to... It could, to be, one it could be bands. Well, it there could, be, been, it uh, could have nothing to do with hip-hop. It could be metal bands, let's say, and There's that would be cool, too. There's been shows where,
4: at this point, all of us have stepped out for a yeah, show. Right. At really? least we brought another artist. we brought cool. another DJ. Yeah, bring in local artists, species. do your thing, and like just we,
1: give them a outlet, you know? We
3: really want to bring more people in, so the whole point is to have one... At least one core member, and then we want to experiment with um, bringing in, uh, you know, local or national and whatever um, artists, whatever medium they do, and just um, you know talk about that and coordinate with them behind the scenes, and, mm-hmm. and then come up with a plan on what we could do together, you know, for a show. Right. Because um, that's actually the most fun of it is you know the the planning, the collaboration, and then seeing it happen. In, mm-hmm. you know when you it
0: yeah which perfect transition um yeah you can go pee um, you're gonna want to go around yeah <laughs> so like what do you could describe yourself as a muralist or
1: no i wouldn't at all i mean that's something that okay, murals have been pretty hot lately a lot of people are doing I and mean, i'm just kind of jumping on that because people are asking for it you know mm-hmm. The the idea I think for us was just to go big. You know. The first show now that Mike left the room we could tell the real story I think. <laughs> <laughs> so before we did the first art hop, you know, like I did I did a show with Mike and um, And Daryl Pounds, the guy that he mentioned before, down in Oshkosh, and I was painting on a relatively small canvas, you know, forty-eight by sixty or something like that, which is a, you know, it's not a small canvas. Yeah, but but
0: it's like the size of you. It's a canvas, and
1: you know, it was kind of weird. You know, I just felt dumb, like I'm an artist painting on a, you know, on an easel. It just felt like not the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think we decided then from that point. Um, that we were going to do a show. We met, you know, we did a smaller show at that art opening, right? And, we're like, let's go big on this thing. So we ended up doing, what was it, like a 40-foot mural or something like that. And then Cujo just wrapped straight through for two hours. I'm not, I'm not joking. Two hours straight, I mean, without even, like, a chorus. in the. I mean, pretty, <laughs> like, a, a, a Bible's worth of material I've in written, two hours. I've
4: written, like, two hooks
0: did you have like a but it was intense. Book full or were you going off the top or what was No,
1: it's like, No, no, it was very it was written. very much planned out. So like every mm-hmm. song had a particular image that would go with it. Um, and you know, it was a feeling came out there painting. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew what we were going to paint. Oh. I mean, so every song had an image that would correspond with that with okay. that song. We met pretty extensively um, beforehand. Yeah, there was a lot of planning to that. I mean, to the point of what we were kind of like training physically to do it because it, it was a like physical a undertaking. yeah. Yeah. Um, and we did that at the art garage and they were very, uh, very good to us. You know, they had a space that was available that was very kind of like grungy and, and it just seemed to really fit the vibe of it. And you used the word conscious before and I, you know, again, not to box you in, but you know, it was very thoughtful. The things that we were, I, I like, I liked Cujo's stuff because it, he was able to speak about things without polarizing people mm-hmm. and people were talking about it, you know, uh, and I, I was really drawn to that kind of thing. Like it had, it felt like it meant something rather than like the all the trap stuff that you, you yeah. hear. Now, not to knock at it, I mean, I like a cool beat like anybody else does. But for me, with what I was doing, I just felt like that seemed to make sense. Mm-hmm. So it was intense and pe- we had, what, like 350 people there on like a Thursday night. It was awesome, you know? So there's support for this stuff in Green Bay and, and in Appleton, I believe, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think we learned a lot through that experience, and um, you know, it, we just kind of keep going, and we're just trying to keep keep that ball rolling and keep that momentum going, you know, because it's it's very easy to just kind of use persistence and say that, well, that worked well last time, so let's do that again. I think we really are trying to fight that, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and not try to just milk that, because people can see through that very quickly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Man.
4: Yeah, that show actually is when I met Mike. <coughs> Andrew had known Mike previously and was like, hey, we've got to get this DJ out. Yeah, I'm like, Mike's oh, a bad motherfucker. Guy, honestly, this guy. I was kind of like... <laughs> I can gonna... say that?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. did I, I yeah, can say that, right? You can, yes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was kind of like, at the time, I was like, I'm going to rap for two hours. Like, Why do we need a DJ? That was insane. But, yeah. Like,
3: people understand After me, like, how, how much... He, he had makes, a migraine
1: the whole time too Mike, so Mike yeah, has every once in a while he'll yeah. get a migraine that's when, that's which when is... I knew you
4: were the real deal
1: <laughs> so he's like in the bathroom throwing up and it's like where's like Mike where's in the bathroom throwing up off. it's like we're going You're on right songs, now
3: like oh. okay I got three minutes to go puke in the bathroom
1: yeah wow and then I it was wild. and
3: come out and like when you have like my migraines get so bad like I can't really see I've and I get that. like really... she gets that well it's funny because me and you have migraines with aura and primarily that's in 85% of uh, women, not in men. So I'm 15% of the male demographic that gets those. Yay! <laughs> those,
1: they're terrible. But that's when I knew that he was a, I mean, uh, it, there's a certain level of trust you have. To, I mm-hmm. mean, you're, you there's a lot of work that goes into well, yeah, these things, you well, know?
0: Well, the, my team come through. Yeah. Right. And,
1: and like, who else would all, all of these guys, I there?
3: I right. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I had to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cause otherwise it doesn't surely. the show would not have gone on
1: it mm-hmm. would't just you know you have 300 people sitting there going you know what's going on you know why not. but yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Well, so you paint to the music but you have it semi-planned out
1: uh not no always. that's actually the only one that we planned out and okay. from there on gotcha. it's been intuitive
3: you that's
1: know cool but i mean i guess you started by asking if i'm a mural artist i don't True. i just i just do whatever you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i everything's art right like that table is very nice that's mm-hmm. art right so i just Definitely. To me, it's just yeah, the it's idea of creating. the
3: Most um, diverse skill set out of all of us. Like, like we're all very specialized, but he's he is like.
1: Yeah, old. I mean, I would draw in the sand if that was the medium that like, you know what, I, I mean, whatever whatever it is. And I and used things. to be a meteorologist back in the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, For all seriously, all <laughs> four Which years. Which is funny yeah, because when we're doing <laughs> the my own music thing. I'm yeah, like,
3: man, it's gonna rain. And he's like, "Whoa, well, according
1: to my prediction, <laughs> 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 he was right though. That's uh, good to have. Was right. Yeah, like, you never know. <laughs> yeah, and it's just something where you know, I think I share this with Gregory, where you know, we've been making stuff since we were little kids. You know what I mean? You just you you create. It just feels like a very natural thing to do, and that you're always trying to develop that skill. So I like the challenge of not just like, you know, staying in my lane and doing one thing." that I know that I'm good at. I I purposely try to do things that are like, make my weakness into my strength kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So hence the mural thing, like, that's challenging. There's things that you wouldn't anticipate initially, like standing 30 feet in the air and going, oh my God, I'm gonna die if Mm -hmm. I fall off this ladder, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, There's something to that, and and I love that challenge, you know what I mean? So, But music is something where I think, um, a lot of artists are drawn to music, you know. They
3: all paint to it. Right? Yeah, like every artist I know. Right,
1: and vice versa. Like yes. everyone that I know that's into music does, you know, is very drawn to visuals. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, it just, it's a perfect marriage. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um also
3: yeah. Does yeah. really.
1: That's yeah. My, my, if you know, I was trained in sculpture, like ceramics and things, I, I don't throw pots, but I would make sculptural ceramics. Okay. okay. I actually, went to school here at uh, UW Fox Valley at the time. Nice. And uh, study editor Frank Zetzman. He's a he's a badass artist from from Appleton here. And um, you know, there's a lot of things that I uh, went through. Yeah, he's still around. He does his. He makes beautiful work. Think about that, though. And his wife as well. Lynn. Like locally, so just talking about
3: local Green Bay or even yeah. Fox Valley art right. scene. Think about like so. There's a dude that was from Green Bay in the '70s, Dave Kite, I'm probably gonna his name. The Kuyper's guy that he did set design and like. Mm. Design stuff for the movie The Thing and the canteen really? scene for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, like, that's funny. He, he's uh, and worked on a, a bigger film, uh, like a dinosaur film, bigger
0: than ET, or yeah, E.T. Bigger than E.T. I
3: don't know, it depends, yeah. <laughs> depends where you put ET. I, yeah. I put the thing above all the Star Wars and ET, like, The Thing, The Thing was like the holy grail to me <laughs> like, sound and like just artistically the design. Russell looking foxy in the, <laughs> in the in the snow and the you ever see the thing? Never seen oh it. Oh my god, it's brilliant. It's probably one of the best horror movies of all time. I mean people will say like the shines up there, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh but the thing is like there's something about and you can relate to it more cuz you're from Wisconsin, right? So they're in the Antarctic and it's cold and it's isolated and there's this evil and impending doom and you're like in the cold and you're isolated it's yeah. like what we go through every winter yeah you know? right but it's but there's it's a there's something. a
0: sense of home yeah <laughs> embedded in but isn't in that, that story. scary though <laughs> yeah. the
3: cold is the cold is fucking scary man
0: so like, cold is i mean yeah cold is lack
1: of warmth and energy and yeah, Love. you can't move. You
3: can't right. really fight properly. You can't yeah. fight back. Properly. Well,
1: everybody's like, "Oh, it's not so bad here." It's like you would die if you didn't take shelter. How is that not <laughs> terrible? <laughs> <Right>. Like,
3: <laughs> but
0: so it, you were getting at that there's a just someone involved in these big things from here. Yeah, was, my
3: point was is that like it's it's always kind of there's always been really good talent in the area. There's always been like yeah. this, this art. Yeah, I don't know if it's art
0: scene. I don't know if it's Lawrence or I don't know if it's just like
3: it's probably the cold of what we're talking about. It's probably like having shit nothing to do in the middle of winter. Dude, you know? that's that's maybe. my vacation time, right. right? Like yeah, maybe. right. December to March is like there's definitely a humbling aspect. Yeah, <laughs> your cabin fever. You work kind on of stuff. Yeah, I do. I, I do. Bonnie Bear,
0: Bonnie Bear, and Eau Claire wrote like mm. his most you know the thing that got him to stardom or mainstream, um, you know, recognition. And they
3: have that, that new festival. He does a new mm-hmm. festival. It's cool. You yeah. Know, not forgetting where he came from. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think um more so than the cold, though, I honestly believe it has something to do with um just, like, as anti-art as this is, like, the industry and, like, the leadership that we've had in this area for, like... um basically a progressive industry. So, like, paper companies, for example. Obviously, they took out every fucking tree in Wisconsin, which isn't ideal, but they always were, like, on the cutting edge. Like, Kimberly Clark made all these, you know, like, better tampons, better diapers, and, like, that progressive thinking in, in science created more prosperity, which allowed them to, like, put money back into arts and schools and and there's They're a lot fa- of that. Even
3: family, you know, there, there's a strife, strife, and like will always produce good art, right? Uh, suffering, you know? yeah, they produce good art. But people underestimate, you know, just being from a good family, mm-hmm. like having a father and mother with a stable job where they can afford to throw things at you, like playing a keyboard, keyboard lessons, to see what sticks, to see mm-hmm. what you're good at, you know. Like I don't think, I think that's like. You know, people don't really think about that like Mm -hmm. they have the opportunity to to explore those Mm -hmm. as art is like I mean granted you can make art with basically anything if you wanted to but
0: when I think of that kind of art like uh almost just like I think of like the PAC versus like painful art ends up being like pop music or something like does that make sense
3: there's a lot of uh just talking about like, um, I was just was having a discussion with somebody about uh, a great analogy from like about film and and just you know pop pop music in general. Um, when you get so many studios involved, there's so many people involved. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to inject back their back. own thing into it, and then pretty soon mm-hmm. you're trying to please all these different uh, mm-hmm. people, and it dilutes the original vision of whoever came up with it, what they want to do because they feel they have to please all these people because they're donors or whatever. Um,
4: yeah, that's an interesting segue into talking about how we work together. Because I feel like we do that to each other. You yeah. know, like, there's been so many events where yeah, like, how do you guys I feel do like Vect, like, you had this vision of that event you wanted to do, and, like, there's been events where I was like, I want it to be like yes. this. Mm-hmm. And you know, know, we all sh- end up having to kind of, like... We all realize figure that. each other out and be like, okay, we have here's what sacrifice. the best show will
3: look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we all, all want to do things individually, so it would be this thing like if Kooja wanted to do something, he's like, I don't want you to DJ, but I want you to sweep up the floors when you're done. And he's like, all right, <laughs> dude. You know, like we there's there's in order. It goes to be the longevity way. too. In order to keep a good thing going and being and and like to keep doing the things you want to do, you have to sacrifice at some point. Like you're going to have to do that. If you're not willing to do that or compromise, like you you have no business working in a group of people um, Mm -hmm. because you you're just gonna have to do it. Even if you don't agree with it, it's still you have to do it. You know, out of respect and. Are you are you married? I am. You are for now.
0: (laughs) 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 It sounds like it sounds like you got it locked down, man. Yeah. Um, compromise respect
3: so I, I've, I've been Whoa. with the same girl for 25 years married 13 but we are going through a divorce okay. but we're best friends so that's it's good fun. I mean we're cool It's good but yeah Did definitely, you, nah. definitely compromise so. yeah absolutely I probably Indeed. I'm probably bad at it I probably should have compromised more because we yeah <laughs> be <together. laughs> but uh no she's a, she's an awesome woman you know it's just mm-hmm. uh it's one of I didn't.
0: Those, I didn't mean to go there. How's it? The <laughs> no, that's cool. Joking. You were talking it's about compromising. Came <laughs> up, like the, like,
3: no, I mean it's a perfect example, though. Like mm-hmm. even even when in this case when everything is said and done and uh, it's ran its course, you know, like you still you're you still have to compromise. You still have to put emotion aside, and mm-hmm. you still have to, you know to have that's dignity about it. it. Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, well, now you upset Gregory. <laughs>
5: uh,
3: <laughs> Gregory, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <That's>
0: all good. <laughs> you
5: give me a beer, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory's got a beer.
0: Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, are you married? Um, I'm getting married.
3: Are you really? Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. how old
0: are you? I'm 25. Nice.
3: Yeah. Nice. So you've uh, you known him you for a
0: while? Or? Yeah. Uh, six years. So dad, oh, right did
3: on. your dad ever give you a talk?
0: No. I no. mm. asked some permission.
3: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. A yeah. little
0: well, traditional.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's alright. But we were not, I mean, mm. neither one of us were very traditional to begin with, you know. Mm-hmm. We were both rebels. Mm-hmm. But could see it? <laughs> I probably shouldn't have did it. It would have came over on and I'd be like, you're marrying your daughter. <laughs> deal with it.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just, I
3: don't, I don't, know, I don't I said know why that, that happened. Not. I
0: just yeah. I just meant to ask you. No, no, it's, it's totally cool, man. It's not even a, it's not even a, it,
3: it's a, we talked about that a lot, like, where, um, it, like, cause I've had to deal with a lot lately. We'd be like, oh yeah, I'm getting divorced. And people always be like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, no, we, I spent 25 years of my life and it was awesome. It's just, we don't have, we don't have kids and, uh, we decided that we both wanted to do something different for the second half of our lives, Mm -hmm. it's not like we're going to stop talking completely. Like, you know, we're still friends. We're still going to, you know, um, be very much a part of each other's lives. Mm -hmm. It's just under different circumstances, different contexts. But but I think most people think they automatically assume, like, you know, Somebody was toxic for it to not... Right. For not to happen, but... Like, it just all right. happened
0: at once.
1: Um, I it was something we talked about for a while, and...
3: Uh,
0: um, <laughs> are you
1: from Green Bay? Here? I'm actually from Appleton originally. Really? Yeah. Or Kikana, I should say. Okay. Yeah. yeah I nice. moved to... Uh, went away into the military, and then came back and went to UWGB, and then met my wife in college and stayed in, uh, stayed in Green Bay, so...
0: Nice. Yeah. what brought you to Green Bay
1: UWGB so we okay, we went to the center first I met my wife there and then uh, she was going to GB and I'm like I'll go to GB you know and I kind of tagged along and mm-hmm. um, yeah and I, I like Green Bay I Green Bay is a beautiful city I mean there's so much coastline in Wisconsin I don't think people think of it like that off but to me it's like midwestern California oh yeah you know and there's some little spots that now it's underwater but like nashota Beach or like there's there's so many little cool beaches and they're all Distinctly different; and have their own unique characteristics. Like if you go up to like Whitefish Dunes, it's like singing sand, you know. And I, I'm like a sandcastle builder; I like doing the sandcastle mm-hmm. stuff. So like, I don't know. Like uh, I, I, I like the area outside of six months of the year. Yeah, right. You know, eight but, yeah. I eight think whatever seems to be you know? nine Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but like they said, that's a good creative time too. So perhaps that torment, maybe something comes out of that, you know. I uh, think so from just being here a few years. Yeah.
4: I feel like I value the summer so much more. Yes. Yes. Like, I grew up in Florida where it's just summer always. And I, like, (laughs) hated it. Right. Because it's always hot and wet and just, like, it's just static all the time. Yeah. But here, like, when it's hot, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, right. Get it on. Like, it feels like the whole state does that. Granted, it's
3: lopsided, but you do get all four seasons pretty well. Although our spring is kind of. Pretty
4: decent. This this spring sucked. (laughs) It's been following weeks Really us week. awesome too you know yeah
3: absolutely I, I moved to Kiwani, and like the whole street going in to kiwane is just red mm-hmm. trees you know it's pretty cool
0: yeah there's a lot of yeah water and I yeah. feel like it's completely underutilized and a lot of people have boats right I just feel like you either have a boat and you're out there every weekend or you never go
1: yeah that's yeah, you know? true it's they have those
3: big fishing tournaments now. True. That that could be the new thing. We do the big fishing tournament deep here and we do a big mural. Of like <laughs> a fish? we play nothing but bass music. Cause it Can we do like it on a boat? Oh,
1: I like that. <laughs> I like that. that. I'm <laughs> sure I I've never been fishing before. so. What? I've never you been fishing. Know, you told me you... We'll go fishing. We'll go fishing, man. We'll go fishing. We'll <laughs> go fishing. <laughs> you offered.
3: Yeah, I'll vented. go, I'll, go I'll,
1: I'll put the worm and all that on <laughs> you. Oh, it's right. fine. I'll do all that. Right. <laughs> so we,
3: should take, we thought about taking a charter because Kiwani has charters. That would be cool. So thought, and they do everything for you. You just basically drink and, like, they Ooh, put yeah. the stuff on your head. <laughs> and then you just like sit one. Down your line. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bunch of dumbasses and, and the, the charter guy. That sounds guy, awesome. They're man. fun. Yeah. They're like, really fun. Totally annoyed, probably. Like, no, they have fun with it usually.
0: You gotta find a fun one, I guess.
1: You ever watch how the fish come back when they spawn? Though that blows my mind. You know what I'm no. talking about? Yeah. Like yeah. they hatch in an area and then they come back to spawn in the same area they're born as a little
0: oh yeah egg or whatever, You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. I think it's encoded in their genetics. It has to be. Yeah,
1: there's definitely a tangent so that so I they br- have I won't. Something I don't know what it is.
4: Even even whales do that stuff. They like. There's a, I forget which kind of whale, but uh, my wife just went to Costa Rica, and that's the only reason I know this, <laughs> but there's like a area near Costa Rica where the whales return every yes. like spring or whatever mm-hmm. to, to birth. And well, the Monarch, the Monarch is like one that, that we have be, like, here, at the yeah. last, they all the recently up, left and went down, back. you know.
1: Catching yeah, a woodchuck,
3: I had to catch a woodchuck recently, and they say you go and release them, you gotta release them at least 20 miles away, because they'll find their way back. Really. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Cats do that shit, too.
3: Dude, that just makes you into an asshole, because it's like, where am I? Right. The cat, the dog, <laughs> and, like the cat, the golden retriever, the cat, and like... like home, homeward bound. Homeward bound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's crazy, because most humans, like, you could drop them off, like, three blocks from the house. <laughs> they, <go>, like, <laughs> they wake up drunk, like, like, yeah? <laughs> him do him do
0: yeah. <laughs> Andrew might be able to find his way back. Though. I feel like you could drive me off he's in very California. Intuitive. I can make it back without a map. Yep.
1: Just go, <laughs> go by the sun. I'm not joking. That's a whole different conversation. But you know, people are very dependent on those tools that we use now. I'd like to kind of be able to do it freehand if need be, too. You know. Do you
0: feel like that intuition that drives your art? It's not intuition is- to know that north is this way.
1: That, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like the sun always rises and sets in the same spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a constant. You know, that's, that's all that's all it really is. That's logic. It's like I can tell you what time it is by the sun. No way. It's like, well it's straight above us. Yeah. It's noon. New hit, panic. You know? <laughs>
3: people panic though. Yeah. You, you never plan for the panic. You, you just know? gotta trust yourself. That's the whole that's thing. Like, though. I feel like that's what intuition too, like, is though.
1: Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. That's that, the whole thing. Yeah. That's crazy. That's because, life, you know.
3: There's a lot of people then that you know, they wanna do the live thing, the live performance thing, and they and you don't you don't you don't plan for that. You don't mm-hmm. plan for that panic. You can't. That li- I still sometimes when I'll get it randomly, and, and it has nothing to do with what you're doing live at that moment. It's just everything else I have going on in my life. It's hard for me to settle down once mm-hmm. I and focus once right. I see that, and you get this shaky panic, you know. But I've known like a lot of really talented people, and then you put them, you know, in on in front of a bunch of people and on the stage, and, and there's there's this mm-hmm. panic, you know, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this impending doom right. that settles in, you know. Do
0: any of you guys have childhood history of live performance?
1: I grew up in a church, so yeah, I was yeah, so always in front of a I crowd. A right. church as well,
5: so kind
2: of yeah. shaking time. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? I think like the younger you are when you start mm-hmm. building a skill or getting experience is like the, you know, the better. Right.
1: Well, and it's kind of like if you're like I was pretty introverted I think as a kid and um art was always kind of like my superpower or something if you would you know it's like mm-hmm. that was I that was like a for sure I knew I could rely on that Th- mm-hmm. I mean the 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 synapse or what you know the connection between your brain and your hand it, with opposable thumbs is probably the, the strongest and most developed part of your brain so I, I find that very interesting and I would like to you know use that as much as possible mm-hmm. interesting you what know? I think
3: that's a that's kind <laughs> of like art I mean
1: you're actually everything's a, art man you're on it, on it is
3: People alive. They skateboard and they don't tell you like uh, when there's random people around. You're not gonna try to bust out the fat of shit you got. <laughs> you know if there's a crowd, you're out. You're going yeah. to go big. Tr- try to skate bang, to your right? maximum potential or like yeah. at least put some flavor into it. You know. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's it's it's.
0: If it's you amazing. wanna, p- if you're willing to push your limits. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just never. I w- I
4: will say though, I feel like. Everybody's got like a really long history in doing what they're doing. I didn't start rapping until I was like 24, so uh, if you're out there and you haven't started anything yet, it's not too late. You're just right? 25. You don't now. have to be. <laughs> 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 You've got a few years on Evan. <laughs> what did you do before that? Cool. What did do before that? I don't know. He like, lived in
3: Florida. They just did like, yeah, Florida, like Florida shit. Anything, like, just did Florida shit. Why, Why did you I don't want to start rapping?
4: I mean, honestly, like I've always been interested in making music, but like I tried to play the guitar for years. It sucked. You know, I played I mean, hand drums and stuff a little bit here and there. Uh, what
3: Kojosani you know, is if you suck at instruments, you can be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you suck <laughs> at hey, playing music, there's always a whole. You could be a rapper. Rap it's game. the same thing with DJing. <laughs> if you can't play uh, instruments and you suck at drums, you could be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
4: much. I mean, you know what happened though is like I always I tried to write songs a lot.
0: Writing's a whole nother yeah.
4: I just I could never get that like poignant key phrase you know mm-hmm. like Pink Floyd or something like you're just another brick in the wall like that's all you have to say and you understand right. everything that the song is about mm-hmm. I can never do that and so for me it was always like I had way too many words for a traditional song and right. then like I started hearing you know conscious MCs like uh, immortal Technique, who I'm uh, going to Milwaukee to see on Saturday. <laughs> uh, shout, out shout out to Danku, dude. Shout out to Danku for real. I got tickets from Teomo Danku, uh, as a matter of fact. But I'm going to see Immortal Technique on Saturday, and he was one of the first rappers that I heard that I was like, you know, I listened to him, and I was like, for those of you, that I don't know, he's
3: an extremely um, political, very
4: politically charged. That, for he sure, he actually
3: grew up on a military base. I think his dad was. Um, in the military. There you go, and he's dropping history. Yeah, he's very, um, I mean, he's, he writes, all his songs are, like, about kind of how shitty of the United States sort government of, is. but you know what,
4: you know what I fell in love with about his songs, though, is that You're saying I he, couldn't listen to his songs and be like, oh, I know this. Like, I would listen to his songs and be like, what in the hell is he talking about? He's an edu- like, you have to research I had to Wikipedia it. and Google he's shit he's for, like, two education. hours just to decipher... Yeah. all of the references and the analogies that he was making. And once I learned about them, I was like,
3: damn, his, he's, like, he's, his he's metaphors are out. dirty. What but besides that he's giving historical, <laughs> accurate... Yeah. Um, the
0: most distilled yeah. version of Immortal Technique would be We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
4: that's did. <laughs> I should have wrote songs like that, maybe. But I stumbled into rap instead, I
0: guess. No, I think it sounds <laughs> like you were saying um, you had a lot of words. And like
3: words. that's the perfect medium for you, you
0: know, right? Like so that that long form poetry, you had like a spot.
4: Yeah, I mean, I will say I, I dominate conversations less now that I'm a rapper because I just get all my words out. Oh, so I should be a rapper? <laughs> now I can be. Now I can be quiet.
0: Like you've actually noticed. <laughs> like you, you used to be. Like oh yeah, I feel like I used to talk. I, I'm gonna get my thoughts out on like you, and, bro. You
3: talk before? too much. Have you tried rapping? <laughs> 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 all right. We should we should look up. Up. You talk too right, right. much if you can't play I, instruments, was, if you have no scales at all. I was lucky enough to grow Grab up it. during that whole like boom of awesome indie hip-hop. Yeah. But it we'll was like see, everything kind of, that I was into back then. Right. But I, is I that What bonds terrible you make what, that, that bonds It fits you guys?
1: right into I think all the punk rock culture. I mean it's very similar in, in, yeah, in many I different ways. You know,
3: not all indie, not, you know, a lot of a lot of indie hip-hop in the you know mid-90s, late 90s, was politically charged, just like a lot of um, the punk rock music that you've grown to know that's become household punk rock music. Yeah. So Circle jerks, Dead Kennedys. they're all politically kind of motivated music, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that they're bitching about Reagan, and we're bitching about Trump, you know right but these assholes still exist <laughs> right uh, same it's, same it's same weird though you same that game, perspective yeah. as you get older like yeah. not much has really changed like mm-hmm. it's still the same assholes affecting very cavalier with millions and millions of people's lives you know, yeah like, megalo
0: yep in a lot of ways we're still operating under the same societal systems right like we're operating under the same ideas um, it's kind of like
3: how everybody thought Obama was the same, and then they were like, you know, he like, you know, droned and murdered thousands tons right. of people. Right. You're like, oh, but he speaks so
1: well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or the yeah. national defense. Well, authorization. act the other just
3: because he's the party you're mm-hmm. running for. It, that's and that's the weird. thing. It's not.
1: It's. I think people assume that if we would say that, that then by default we're the other side, and that's not even close to the case at like at all. Mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Know?
3: And you become so refined where it just becomes. I just... We don't want assholes anymore. Mm-hmm. Shitty people. You know? But it's, well, it's so far gone, I don't think you can get away with...
0: I think know? ideas play out almost... Like, the same way you're saying uh, punk was the same way with Reagan as maybe a new art form is now complaining about Trump. I think, like, our system of um, governance, I guess... I don't know if it's the capitalism part or if it's the... Um, what you, just like the classic democracy, it's essentially playing out exactly the same, but with different technologies, as right. Rome played out.
3: The, but the, the underlying theme and everything, it's still fucking the same. Exactly. The exact same. Like, exactly. Just new still, technology. It's still like people, you know, um, manipulating mm-hmm. and, and, you know, propagandizing. Like, you know, it basically not. like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, they're just disillusioning mass amounts of people. Sure. And, and, and I, to I think be fair, a lot of people, they, they're not ready or they don't want to deal with having to come to grips or terms with the harsh realities of what it all is. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why you have, you know, these uh, partisan people jump on one side or the other because it's just easier, you know, for them to do it. And both sides are guilty of it. But right.
0: It's like, it's like, please take care of this for us.
3: Yeah, the biggest, that's the biggest trick they ever did, was believe that one side is better than the other side, and they fight back when both sides are pieces of shit. Well, and
4: that's, that's one thing that Andrew said earlier, that he identified with my lyrics, is that I did a decent job of not polarizing people, and I feel like, Mm -hmm. I try really hard when I'm writing to, like, not pick a side. I mean, not, not pick a side, because, I mean, sides get picked. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean but like to not tell you what to think mm-hmm. right but to tell you the, I think you should think about this right? yeah Seinfeld this that is I really that's how the way I
0: think
1: about it you don't I consider. think
0: good art <laughs> starts a conversation
1: in a different language right. that doesn't yeah. have all the baggage to it too that's the thing mm-hmm. is that you're, it's like a new thing it where elevates you're not, you're not bringing all this other stuff with it you know mm-hmm. That's why I, I try not to even engage in those type of conversations because who gives a shit what I think? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know what I mean? Like, what does it matter? It's not right? that people
3: don't give a shit, it's just like how much is it really worth well, in the grand scheme yeah. of things. I'd, like, I'd rather just put we positive all have a voice out there. and you know? stuff, like for how sure. much weight does it really right. hold. Collectively, though, in groups of people, large groups of people, in masses, that's sense. where the power is. Yeah. You know? right. Mm-hmm. And you can't get to that point unless you're all working together and sacrificing, Absolutely. Well, but there's certain shit you shouldn't do, too, you know. one individual? I mean, there is, there's been a few people throughout yeah, time yeah, that yeah. have really changed things, but does it happen often? No. But does the stuff that's happening, you know, with the protests in China and stuff, does that happen with <laughs> one single voice? That's like a mass group of people. For sure. We're talking around. about Hong Kong, we're going to get pulled out of <laughs> yeah, sorry, right. yeah, we should stop. That's a great <laughs> South Park. <laughs> yeah. And I believe this is what's
5: going on too right now in um, Fox Valley. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all artists get together. I think this is where we are right now. Mm-hmm. One person can make it, but if all of us get together and we're working on it, mm-hmm. I think we're getting,
3: you know, somewhere. Everybody's yeah, sure. Everybody It feels like everybody, everybody is getting theirs, and like that sounds capitalist Yeah but I mean they're but they're all they're all we're all working together and but we're all achieving individual goals mm-hmm. whatever that may be some sometimes my individual goal is I could really use $600 to pull me out of mm-hmm. the situation I'm in financially you
0: know. I yeah. actually think the individual is although it doesn't seem important it is super important because they're like the goal is to remove People's individual individuality is like the goal of the the they're, powerful they're because forward. because if you do that, then you're too mm-hmm. afraid to start an uprising in Hong you're Kong. You're a
3: terrible laborer, right. man. Yeah, you're a terrible laborer when you have like ideas of what we're <laughs> stuff in the workplace. Or like or I could be to, doing this. You know a weird yeah. thing, and, like you talk about uh, the industry around uh, here, uh, like Procter and Gamble and stuff. Yep. Um. And. It's like always this thing they try to, when you go and work for a place like this, right, which I do, and I'm very grateful and fortunate for that, but when I first started there, it was always this thing, like, there's always people that kind of prepped you in management to be like, you know, like, to try to convince you that unions are bad, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, like,
0: it's against your own best interests, but. They always you be like,
3: "Oh, union. you don't want that because then you're gonna have to pay union dues, and then the stuff that you do is out of your hands. It's gonna have to go through your rep, and like, yeah, it's like at the same time though, we're gonna take your four hundred one k match, <laughs> and we're gonna take your pension, and then we're gonna give you these shitty fucking premiums, and like, mm-hmm. it's it's bullshit, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. Are yeah. unions the answer to all of that? No, but like, there's if they if if unions were nothing to worry about, then why do they always like try to combat against them and spend? You know, millions
0: of dollars for anti For sure. Um, what I was getting at with the uh, just, like, systems and, like, how we're in it, it's playing out, like, our democracy is playing out the same as Rome. It's just, like, I think any idea given enough time and played out in a large group of people plays out pretty similarly. And, like, I think because they're always a human system to measure humans, like, one aspect of our bad nature always, like, comes out in full force right? yeah exactly so i don't know it's I also think
3: it's also a tool like a, like uh, a tool like dividing time it's also a tool that um, a governing body would use right um, they want to magnify the bad things like oh, you better not do this because if you do that this <laughs> thing right here is going to happen and i've totally magnified it beyond epic proportions to make it seem like it's a bad thing you know
1: yeah but, i think it's like, Mike called you an asshole, and I'll go get a beer out of the fridge, you know, while you're scuffling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Just distraction, you know? Oh, so it's right. like, if you, the the illusion of, of, of choice and distraction. So if you, you know, create this over here, you can do whatever you want over here. And mm-hmm. you know, We're talking about Obama. I Feel mean, like whatever, destiny. you know, it's like... It wasn't it like New Year's Eve he did the National Defense Authorization nobody even knew about it like, that's yeah. a, that was a big deal isn't
3: that mm-hmm. thing about Trump like did you see how he spilled coffee and then what is he doing while everybody's paying attention <laughs> yeah it's to that, like, <laughs> you know?
0: like yeah it's weird I think I think I just
3: think he's really that dumb though that he just doesn't like, really care but, it's man, a
0: wild the time to be alive yeah the last I mean, few years have been crazy I don't know I think it's probably the best time ever though maybe not but I I think it is
4: I think Uh, in a lot of ways I think outwardly is it's forcing people to
5: to actually think about this time to be alive for what? in general to see what's going on yeah Uh, why not I think everybody would like
2: that you
0: know to be alive I I would like to (laughs) not be going through this this time
3: but (laughs) I think like it's forcing a lot of people like there's so much open discourse I think it's forcing a lot of people if they're have the humility and contrition enough to like actually think about the stuff that they're arguing about on the internet or whatever. I think it's forcing them now to like refine their their theories or their logic on things. That was where I was gonna um, go with
4: my butt, but you know like, what I mean. Yeah, it's I absolutely the best time to be alive. But we need to get back to this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know what I mean, like we need, need to get really back to sitting right. around with. Face like, to face mean, with are people you are you and again. Yeah. In Rio. I
3: got
4: a <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I'm
3: 43 years old. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs>
4: hey, but you know, I think I think the face to face conversation is Jeez. is the thing that's it's sort of making a comeback right now. I like, think so over too. the last 15, 20 years, it's yeah. been getting just butchered. I believe You know, and it's yeah. it's just it's hard to do anything productive yeah. when you don't ever get tested. Yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. You know, um, like, that's one thing I love about working with these guys in this group is like, we all have different specialties, we all have different like dreams and ideas that we can do and like, how can we do something more amazing and bigger and better than has ever been done or whatever.
0: Um, I think that's the only way yeah. ideas change and grow mm-hmm. is you know, when they're have, tested. We
4: have to test yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. You have to check each other. Yeah. Check, check, check. <laughs> you know, and that's like in in rap, like you don't even get booed off stage anymore. I've been to so many shows where I'm just like, everybody's okay with this. <laughs> you know, like I'm sure it goes in, in all kinds of ways, and I, I don't I don't mean we need to be mean to each other per se. Yeah, but like, we need to check each other a little bit.
0: Yeah, like, absolutely.
4: We need to address tests and otherwise.
0: Yeah, I've actually had that know? thought with. Uh, so, so I've gone to a few open mic nights for comedy around here um and the crowds (laughs) the crowds are just so nice you know and it's just like (laughs) although open mic
4: is open mic so i'm okay with anybody on open mic but i get oh for sure and i don't
0: think people should be dicks but (laughs) you do need to be checked like otherwise you're just going to keep coming with the same energy and then you're going to think you can sell it or something and you go and it's like But I guess that's when you get jacked when you try to sell it. Well, that's
4: the thing. Yeah, to I me, mean, yeah. open mics is the one time where it's okay.
0: True.
1: To be whack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't sell, whack shit.
1: Well, I think Watch. you're you're talking about patterns before. And perhaps that's just a, uh, a a product of the participation metal culture. I think you know. The problem with that is that when you're thrown into a situation where Murphy's Law kicks in and shit hits the fan, it's like you don't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's <laughs> outside, know, but you can so leave him on there for a little <laughs> bit maybe. <laughs> no, He'll be all right. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: He'll be all right. Looking at it's a hard time, I think, though, to be like, alive as an artist where you have like an extreme amount of empathy. Um, it's hard to like, really communicate with people because a lot of people seem to not have that. And I don't know why that. I don't know why that is.
0: The ability to put their life together, you mean? No, just put
1: yourself no. in someone else's Ember. shoes oh. and and feel. I think feel
3: it's because it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a learn. Like, granted, some people are naturally probably right. good, good at it, but I think it's like a thing that comes with age.
1: That's, That's a tough one though, because I mean, even like. Like I took a little video a while back of like a, a little wasp that was on my outside of my window and he was covered in dew and he was just obviously encumbered from having all this dew and I was like I, I could feel that. I could feel like yeah. what that felt like. And I'm telling people and they're like, "What?" You know, it's just a like it's killing, just a yeah. wasp, but for for me, <laughs> like what's the difference between a wasp, wasp and something, dude, but you know what I mean? It's like
0: Gregory's suck. like I would have killed that wasp. I killed but
1: but it, I, it's it's what very easy this? to not have empathy well, no, it's not like every... But see, that's the thing to a spider, right? <laughs> like, everybody's afraid of spiders. Spiders like, oh. are cool, Like, a spider is such cool. a fragile little creature. It's nothing to be afraid of, bitches, of, you know? Unless sure. you will go on, like, anaphylactic oh, shock. or He's yeah. cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's little. a thing for us, dude. It's like, empathy is a big deal, I mean, to me. Just to have that... To understand, even though you may not directly understand it, yeah. to, like, try.
0: I think that's one of you humans, know? like, our most special traits.
1: But it's like in this constant stimulus yeah. that we're around, it's like it's like this happened over here, well what's the next natural disaster to fixate in and then like forget that. Mm-hmm. The hard thing about
3: empathy is when you should be utilizing it, you're probably in the middle of an emotional state, like you're emotionally involved or something's bothering you, mm-hmm. or like um, it's hard to settle down. And that's it's the
0: one that's hardest, you're saying. Right, it's right. hard
3: to like sit back and like not be um, you know so motivated by emotion you know so mm-hmm. so fueled by emotion and then you know take a step back and be like I think right.
0: what Andrew's saying is that even even people just chilling in a normal state are maybe not necessarily practicing yeah the there's
1: I think people are brainwashed to be honest not, not I mean I mean that right was, you're not making them there's Bowl levels of awareness you know what right. I mean there's if, if you have never experienced the Pacific Ocean how can you really experience That you know,
3: if you have never done (laughs)
1: ayahuasca, well, no, even if you go back, you know, I have friends that are like in their 60s, right? That their schools were segregated when they're in high school. How do you explain that to a kid unless you went through that? It's impossible, you know, it's it's but yet you still have to try, (laughs) you know, you still have to try, you know, yeah, and rather than give up and you know, and, and turn into Trent Reznor and just shake in the corner talking about how bad life is. Like I'd prefer just to try, at least try to do something about it. Mm-hmm. There's far more good than there I, is evil. I you did know just what I mean? read a book about Trent Reznor, and it's pretty
3: awesome. So <laughs> I guess I always knew that his um, uncle started like a uh, heating and cooling business. Like they, he is this came guy from and, around
0: here. Or where Trent Reznor
1: and Nine Inch
3: Nails. Okay, Nine Inch Nails. Sorry. So it's the <laughs> lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. Did you know that, Cujo?
1: Oh. It's
3: from Trump Ohio. Asner? Yeah.
1: So his his family he wrote
3: That that is, that is from, pretty funny though. He wrote Johnny like,
0: Cash is hurt. He wrote that. Uh, yeah, that's so, so that what
3: well, Johnny Cash redid right. Yeah. Like and uh, people don't know that. They think it's Johnny Cash. Yeah, They'd be like, who's this? It's like the McCartney. Right. McCartney. Yeah, <laughs> that's I kept but that to his, myself. His but... uncle um was like one of the first people to design this um like forced air System or something, mm-hmm. and like sold it to like a big company like uh, G and E or whatever. But, um, G G G and They do P&E, have the and sign P&E. in there. I think. But yeah. uh, I just read a book about dude, and it's pretty amazing. Like just so when he wrote Pretty Hate Machine, it was like he 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 released it as a demo or something, or like didn't release it a demo, it had <laughs> a demo, and then like basically had a big studio where he was going to do Pretty Hate Machine, and. Uh, The song had like a whole black is your soul i'd rather die than give you control everybody thinks it's like this thing about the government and stuff but it's about the engineer that wanted to change the song (laughs) and he was like that was his fuck you to that guy like i'm not (laughs) i'm not gonna let you do it putting you you on wax but yeah nice there's there's this there's this book series called 33 and a third and there's these these tiny books they're quick reads right so they pick like they just bought Artists, or oh yeah, so they pick like um they'll pick um like uh, album, they always just pick an album. So ones like DJ Shadow introducing, Mm -hmm. ones like Steely Dan, ones like uh, Pretty Hate Machine, ones uh, people's instinctive travels of travel quest. Well, it'll be a random person that will Uh, write it, and uh, so a lot of it is like kind of about how um their interpretation of the album, and there's not necessarily a lot of direct contact with the actual artists, but sure. they do do like background work and stuff yeah well, and uh, biography yeah they and they're super small they're cheap they're like 10 bucks you know
0: 33 and a th- can you drop the link in the college?
3: 33 and a third they're cool they're cool books you can get them all on Amazon uh, like did you, granted whatever so what, if you have a favorite album they probably did a 33 and a third sweet album, and you you know like
0: you, ESPN 60,
3: that's what I was thinking 60, 30, 30 for 30 did you ever see the the uh Ricky Williams one, where he was just it, yeah. millions and millions of dollars, and he's yeah. like, I'm just going to go smoke weed now. <laughs> he was going to peace so And they came back, though, and was, like, super good. They came back when they had one of those uh, raw talent dudes. Who was the other dude at Miami? There was, like, a two-headed running back monster with uh, Ricky Williams and Ron, uh, I can't think of the other guy. So they both of them had 1,000-yard rushing seasons, okay. and, like, I'm
0: going uh, to bring it back to the empathy really quick. Oh! <laughs> okay. No, I had this thought recently. Because um, you were saying people are so like overstimulated, it seems yeah, like.
1: Yeah, I think they want to be empathetic, but they're just, you know... Right. You're, you're it's put like, into a trance.
0: Right. Know? It's like, uh, here's this disaster over here, and then there's one in two weeks, so forget about that right. one. How do you seven. be
3: empathetic when your whole life, day-to-day, hour-to-hour, week-to-week, is just you trying to keep your head above water you trying to make moves so you can maybe retire but I right. think a lot of chain. people
0: I think a lot of people are trapped in a mindset that puts them there does that are make you sense no like I like Andrew was saying if I wanted to make more money I would just go do something else but he's like I just like the art other people could have that mindset and it's like I don't know how much well, you I, make, I do
1: like, I do both I mean I work in a production studio during the day and I do well that's also like a,
3: that's you know. also a statement made from, like, uh, not privilege, but comfort, like, oh, working, undoubtedly, to, like, yeah, working yeah. to a certain degree to where you're right. comfortable
1: and you have options. I had the time no, to don't look into it. I I, yeah. I think if the you're most... you're stuck in the weeds at the time, you know, it's hard to see out of that, I think. Right.
0: I think a lot of the people that are struggling with empathy, though, aren't people working 60... Probably they're probably people... Rich,
1: they're
3: rich as fuck.
0: They're rich and they don't do shit. Right. So they're just like stuck in but their head. They you know?
3: got to that point though, being incredibly narcissistic. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, they've never had it. They never even had a chance at empathy to begin with. You know?
1: Right. Exactly. Well, or if that same person is like, you're right, though, "Well, I, I have fifty grand in college debt to have some sort of sweeping like erase everyone's college debt. I just got that paid off. You know, and it took me thirty years." Hell no, I don't support that. I think there's a <laughs> right. lot. I think there's a lot of that. Right. Like for me, I don't care. I mean, just make it better. For to, make it better for the next guy. That, that's you know?
3: totally right, though. Like people yeah. that you know don't have much end up being like the most sympathetic, you
1: know. Right. So I have this. I have I have this
0: thought last weekend, um, that like our culture seems to live off of dopamine. So like, what. And like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the over stimulated okay. like I can't even I can't even think about this problem think because I have YouTube and Pornhub you and all this shit like right you. here. You know what I mean at all times.
3: When did you say Pornhub? No. But I mean <laughs> that seriously though, like you have all these you things exactly. to cater to that spike in dopamine. You have to literally hub, it just happens to be one of them.
0: You have to literally fight that. And like so back to what you were saying earlier is like we need more face-to-face conversation like ideas need to be tested that is like oxytocin like if you're looking at like how a culture like gets because every basically every hormone gets you high adrenaline high feeling Mm -hmm. serotonin high feeling very cerebral um dopamine high feeling and it's just like whatever Whoever has their finger on on the button, or I Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it's one person or whatever, but the culture is running off dopamine. It's like maybe we should be running more off of serotonin and oxytocin. Well, the thing thing is, is, that was just an idea. The thing is, dopamine dopamine is so easy, fun, yeah, it's quick. Not
4: just fun, it's just so easy. Mm -hmm. Oxytocin takes work. Mm -hmm. You can't just get oxytocin for nothing. Like you have to love. You have to do work. You have to build a relationship to release yeah. oxytocin. Dopamine. All you have to do is just. <laughs> so, like, can I do that? I
3: don't know.
4: Yeah. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> can, can
0: you want like... explain what
3: oxytocin is? On
0: how. That's like uh, a bonding is... hormone. Right. So like, like when a mother's breastfeeding, oxytocin is like rampant. Like when you're kissing someone, oxytocin is rampant. You two can kiss. Uh, That's probably. cool. It's 2019. It's almost 2020. Uh, <laughs> but no, I
4: think I think there's something to that for sure. Where it's not just passion, obviously, that releases oxytocin. It's it's bonding that yeah. releases oxytocin. and that Exactly. Okay. It can be like mother daughter or whatever mother child or, you, or, or you anything. Know, it, it can be like, bigger you know. than that. And we're we're unbonded real hard right now.
0: Yeah, but I was just thinking really like unbonded. like yeah. what are what are, what do we get addicted to? And it's like some people get addicted to adrenaline. Some people get addicted to. Most people get addicted to dopamine. A, I don't know. I don't have like a, an end thing with that. But I just saw as an interesting.
3: Well, think about like the, thought. Like where does that so where does that lead us? If you think about all, like all the millennials that say, you know, that they have trouble connecting and they're they're single and they don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like we're. Fucked. <laughs>
0: Positivity
3: though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the negative side.
1: Of all this. Yeah, so, I mean, like, there's there's tangents in here.
3: But you, know, like, you hear it all the time, right? Though, like you see these yeah. headlines, like, why are millennials dating?
0: Why yeah. are millennials
3: shopping at Kmart? Like,
0: I have a theory that basically things are just going to get more. Um, I don't want to say polarized because it's a negative connotation, mm-hmm. but things are going to get further spread apart. Basically, like the like the people who make something of their lives and are happy and are like approaching purpose are gonna be like mm-hmm. the craziest most talented successful impressive people we've ever seen because like kids are now growing up learning with the ability to learn how to do anything mm-hmm. on YouTube right. and like so you
3: have to be so much better than everybody else even like to get out there, there. exactly do what you want and do. the
0: people that are fucked quote-unquote like mm-hmm. we're gonna lose a lot of we're gonna lose a lot of people N- not lose them literally but like lose but them as gonna quality hated, people they're because gonna be, they're, gonna be pissed off. they're stuck in that cycle but I think what what's gonna happen with the phone is what happened with tv is like eventually we're gonna have like the statistics and like the the mom groups are gonna like establish and they're gonna start putting out ad campaigns that are like explain like what sitting on the couch because like when I was in school there's campaigns on like how bad being a couch potato. was. Put up a
3: Barbara Bush hologram. What <laughs> <laughs> well, who was that uh, what about who did? was the one that, who was uh, is it is it Al Who Who's the one that was big on censorship? It was Nancy Reagan. No, after her. Um it was it was somebody's wife. Um Hillary. No <laughs> and they were like want they were the, the reason why you had like uh Censor or like had like explicit content labels on CDs. Mm. I can't remember who that is. You yeah. know I'm talking about, I, Yeah. I would think I, I think I, be guessing. I think it was Al Gore's wife? But Al, Which ironically Al enough, he created the internet, and here we are with yeah. Pornhub. Invented. He invented
4: the internet.
3: Everything else. <laughs> yeah, he didn't put the work in. He just wrote a piece of signed a piece of
0: legislature. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think I think we could end it there,
1: right? Sure. Yeah, I hard think hard there's tangents there. where we could go off about you know how things <laughs> there are interconnected, and that's hour hour. another 24-hour conversation. All right, we'd,
4: we'd be real remiss if we didn't at least announce. Uh, yeah, one event. Do you guys have right? some
1: events coming up? Yeah. <laughs> we have one at uh, Titletown, and what is that? November 9th? Right? Yeah. November
4: the ninth, Saturday. Um, Home that's game a cool weekend.
0: One. If you guys are with us right now,
1: hey! If you're still with click us, on the
4: art hop. You gotta come
1: in to the caption
0: because we tagged them <laughs> and follow them because you guys do tons of cool events. So yeah,
1: we do work individually and try to support each other that way too. You know, for mm-hmm. sure. So, but, but yeah, November 9th, the title, the things Saturday, cool like this is our PM. third time going back and, and doing stuff with uh with the Packers and that's something that we really uh, do not take for granted because mm-hmm. that's a that's a obviously a big deal in Green Bay to get. There's
3: nothing you know, like it's cool. It's the first time you get a check from the mm. Packer, you know, signed by the Packer. Yeah. Right. It's, cool. it's yeah. unreal, yeah. really, yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's cool. That, <laughs> that was so a proud big, moment. We awesome. all do stuff individually,
3: though. Like, we all have, like, our own individual things mm-hmm. that we do, too. Um,
0: do you guys cross-promote it on the page? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, sure. We always yeah. support yeah, each other. For sure. And we always
3: support, like, just any any one of our friends in general that are doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this SAGE event coming up uh, at the premiere November 1st, right? Right, and they're doing a fundraiser, and that should be pretty cool. Um, it's just gonna have a lot of artists, and that building is super cool. And uh, Sage has been around. The premiere. Bit, uh, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's a pretty cool Yes. Yeah, um, but there's stuff like there's so much stuff. It's kind of like one of those things like you should if you're going on a date, like, and you really want to be Great. impressed the person. You should probably find one of these events and do it before dinner or after dinner, Mm -hmm. or you know, make a night of it. Um, But if you're looking to like, it's everything we talked about, you know, communicating with another person, like reach out to somebody that you wouldn't, you don't necessarily have, you haven't done stuff with before and ask them to go to one of these things. Because okay. all of them are social
1: events, you know. Yeah. It's not like a loud, crazy environment. No, one hundred percent for the viewer. None, mm-hmm. of, none of this is for us. We we do it for the the viewer for sure. That's right? cool. At least I do. I mean, that, awesome that, that makes me feel good. It. If the, if they feel good, I feel good. You know. Oh
0: yeah. You know. There's an exchange there. Yeah. Some oxytocin. Yeah, and if there's any
1: other <laughs> artists, musicians, I mean, hit us up if you want to collaborate and stuff. We'll check it out and sweet. You know, I think that's where it's at too, you know, especially with, it's hard to find artists that are, have the confidence to go and perform in front of people. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, it's okay to make mistakes and to work through that, I mean, I
5: think that's, I, you know. I believe this is what we're working right now too, you know, we're trying to show them, hey, don't be scared to be on front of right. thousands of people yeah. because, what you can do. Mm-hmm. This is what you're good at. Show Right, up. trust mm-hmm. yourself, Do you something,
0: yeah. you know? it feels then, good. Oh yeah, show oh, up. So,
3: yeah, it's <laughs> an open and safe environment. I mean, those mistakes. You learn more about yourself, anyways. You know, yep. or just putting yourself in those situations that you normally wouldn't before. Um, it's liberating. You know,
0: sometimes you find the outs. Every negative situation is just finding a creative way out.
3: You're, yeah, because you're always gonna hit mm-hmm. them, even throughout the night. Even when we do stuff, there's always obstacles, and there's always like, fuck that up moments. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you have to work through them. Yep. You know, that and that that helps you in life. I don't think I've ever done
4: a show that's gone perfectly. No. 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 Which I've is the exact ever, opposite.
1: Shows where I felt
3: perfect. <laughs> you, know? you know, that's there the exact
1: you opposite of what we're talking sure. about with like influencers who have it all figured out and say this is what you need to do to be the best at the. You know, it's like that's all bullshit. Yep. It's all bullshit. You know, you don't have to be the best. There's only what you know, seven notes in a scale. It's like there's only so many different ways you can put things together. You know, often you'll come up with an idea and then you search and you're like god damn someone else already did that well that's okay That's mm-hmm. just to do it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it anymore Yep. and the idea that unless you're first you're a loser I just I can't understand that mm-hmm. you know because I don't you know that I've stay ever stay, been first you, you know it's like okay. you who know yeah. cares
3: what you're about I think. but you might not know that so something might put forward that you think it's you, you stay might true learn. to your path oh yeah <laughs> get
1: on your path show up don't shake be afraid, your ass. Or, well, I don't know if that makes sense. And shake your ass. And shake Watch yourself. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Show
3: everybody what you're working with. Yeah.
0: I'm a, straight from the mouth of a DJ. That's so strange. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thanks for having us. Um, normally we do a question of the day. We didn't really do a question of the day. So, what do you guys think? What do you want a question of Northeast Wisconsin?
3: A question. What do you mean? A question. Like? What's your a question. favorite taco spot in your region?
0: Oh,
1: hell <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm What's your thugers. favorite
0: taco spot in the region? Because I'll go eat
1: you know, that at every comments? one of those. Dang. Yeah, I would too. I got a couple in Green Bay. Is that bad? That no,
0: that that's perfect, there? yeah. Oh, okay. Like, Venture Wisconsin, we're trying to like promote entertainment and build community, but our main niche is like things to do.
3: Can I tell you about my favorite taco spot? Yeah, man. I got eight. pretty <laughs> <That's everybody> good. <laughs> no, so every place, every place does something good. But in Green Bay, the spot that I regular if I'm sober, I go to El Sarabe on the east side, and I get uh, three steak tacos on corn, everything, add cheese. <laughs> or I get a Robert's Special on flour, mild, add cheese. But if I'm drunk, or I want to get drunk, I go to Michoacan on Mason, and they have the best like chimichanga, steak chimichanga, because they don't deep fry it like crazy. So the, it's it's like a soft breading, it's not like crazy deep fried.
0: Is it the same Michoacan? As in
3: Appleton, do you guys have one here? Yeah, Lindo Michoacan. That's what oh, it is. I don't know. Probably this not. place is in like a strip mall. Same with um, this one. It's um, it's like super authentic. Just oh wait, I think I had. Yeah,
1: I think I had tongue and there. Had the ones. best tripe. Like, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because
3: they fry them. Is it they on? Uh, was Richmond. it like
1: Double O? Oh, it's on Richmond. Oh, I'm trying to think now.
3: Maybe we actually I- just went to Michoacan after the Beck show, and we showed up, oh, and there was like a mariachi band and all these balloons. And I was like, man, I don't want to go in here, this is somebody's party. And somebody I was with was like, Fuck that shit. And they like went in there and I'm like, Oh, I guess we're going in and then we ended up hanging out with it was a birthday party. <laughs> we, ended we ended up hanging out, we bought the birthday girl like a bunch of shots. We had like a table of fifteen and then we ended up partying with the birthday party. That's awesome. And uh, it was crazy like yeah. that like so the Mariachi cool band like they kinda in. like they kinda like flirt around like play and it's like discombobulated. Then out of nowhere, they'll like break into this, into a song, like tuba. Like it <laughs> yeah, uh, was so rad. It was really cool. cool.
4: Do you guys know Tree Jansen?
1: No, I never heard of her. That's <laughs> my wife. That's great. That was perfect. Uh, yeah.
4: She commented and said, "Been here the whole time." <laughs> oh, man,
3: of She's course she you. will. Ride or die. <laughs> She's my biggest fan. That's are we cool. off or are we cool. on? Now? We're still on. Oh. We're it's not on. over
2: until... Oh, well we're still
4: on talking about tacos. I, I like El Local on, uh, that's on University. That's what she said. <laughs> El Local's legit for, like, just plain-ass tacos. What do you Just meat, cilantro, and verde.
3: What do you guys Same. like in Appleton, then? You're both from Appleton? <laughs> what do you guys like?
4: I'm, like, located in Oshkosh. Oh,
3: it's like the... It's like... Oshkosh is devoid of all good restaurants, <laughs> oh, Bangkok is really good. Oshkosh has more good. restaurants.
4: they has a lot of
3: They've good. There's like, more. There's like Manila. More. Oh, Manila's good. Yeah. Manila's good. Sakura. I've never heard of that. It's great. It's Where, sushi. Oh, where's
0: that?
4: It's There's also quite a few. like uh, hibachi and stuff.
3: Well, maybe I don't know the spot. Primo. Becca's got a good steak. Right. And right. those Beckins, potato uh,
5: yeah, croquettes.
2: Yeah, nice, those are good. Nice those are good. I love She does uh, a. She
0: she she oh, yeah. sent, uh, reviews restaurants. Do you yeah. really? That's her series. I, I didn't I know. know this, man. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> this. That's cool. What's your Check favorite? Yourself. What's your favorite Asher <laughs> one?
2: That's a hard question.
0: Her favorite one ever was Basil Cafe.
2: Still to this day, I've done like...
3: I never had it, but I'm supposed to go with JB, but we did have Bangkok, and I'm always apprehensive, and that was really good. Uh Primo for brunch or breakfast, mm-hmm. I'm always down with mm-hmm. Primo Never
0: went there for brunch or breakfast. I used to, used to work there. there.
3: At Primo? Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that place. Yeah. My buddies always go to Zaronis. And yeah. This is an old joke, so people like back that, in the day um, Vanilla Ice, for the people that don't listen that listen to more than just the mm-hmm. Ice Ice Baby yeah. song. He had this song where he went where he was singing like it was that beatboxing and he'd say, What it's like having a Ronnie. So every time they post about going to Zeroni, I always post That's what, what, you what you it's think. like having Zeroni. <laughs> that should be their mission. That should be their, like, their tagline. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're superhero themes, so if they were 90s hip-hop theme, that would... Zeroni's that would a well. superhero theme? Yeah.
3: God, in this city. I, yeah. So every time I go to town, I always make a joke <clears> with my buddy Derek that we need to go to the ground round. Then he'd get mad, and I would tell him that yeah, if he goes drinks. to the ground round with me, I'll give him the ground round reach around. And then we would, <laughs> and we and would then laugh. And then he'd go? Yeah, then he would, he <laughs> would is go it. after that. Derek, <laughs> it's time to go. We gotta go. i it's time for like another reach around, Derek. I like terrible food. Applebee's has a quesadilla burger. That's, like, not bad. Applebee's? It's terrible, but the quesadilla burger is bad. Cat.
4: Cut. Yeah, right,
1: Cat. we're talking it's about over. Applebee's, cut it off. <laughs> Call right. Longwell or whatever. <laughs> Longhorns? Oh, long, Longwell, sir. that's what he was, that's what he uh, said, did, said about is there? There's, there's one of those, those in Green Bay, right? Uh, there's one of
0: those in Appleton.
3: <laughs> is there? I don't think there is. Yeah.
1: What's the one right next to Texas oh, Roadhouse? Oh,
3: is that OPAC? Oh, no.
1: yeah, shoot, you're right. Oh, yeah. like
3: on the other side of the bridge. Is yeah. that where yeah. they have, a like, gift like, a, certificate a blue there or something? Like, my dad's kind of clueless and he gave me a gift certificate and he didn't know that there's there's no OPAC. Because you can just get of the grocery store. and gave me like this $50 gift card for OPEC. And it's like an Appleton. So I, I brought my friend Sonia. And we went there. And then it was just like, why the fuck are we here right
2: now? Because <laughs> it's good. It wasn't
0: that Gregory. bad. Gregory. I'm not going I like Texas Roadhouse. Gregory, what's your favorite yes. restaurant?
5: In town. Um, I like the Indian taste. Um, what? It cool.
0: Um, There's two of them. In here? Yeah. Oh, oh. No, in
5: Green Bay. Oh, I like right. one in the Apple oh, No, that's not The one in right. on the old hoods yeah, the one is next to, um, Abidabi. That just taste of India or something? Or yes, yes, taste of India. Okay. okay. Pretty good. And then like one in that as well, it's pretty good too. Okay. okay. There's
0: like, in, there's like something Darbar and then another one that just closed. I okay. think.
5: Yeah, I, I like the goat mm. there, so yeah. usually that's one the only place you can find it, you know. Okay. Goat? Yeah, oh
0: yeah. There's an Egyptian yeah. cafe yeah. in Appleton too. Really? Yeah, What's you should that? check it out. Hmm. It's right on it's right down college. If you take college toward the mall. Really? Yeah. Well, I should
5: that.
2: Egyptian
1: check Delights it. Cafe. Really cool. Does it have goat? Well maybe. maybe something. I can't remember. I forgot.
2: That was like the well, like third like, place I ever went. Really? Really it good.
0: No, nope. um, uh, kind of, like, four years or something.
2: Yeah, four or five mm-hmm. years. Well, yeah. They
0: do the... They do the... Um, Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market in Green Bay, okay. too.
3: You never said your mm. favorite.
0: My favorite? I, like... We frequent Wilder's. Um, yeah. It's a newer place. It's Sergio's it used to be. Mm. Now, oh. it's, now it's like a bistro. Um, my mind just keeps going to... Whenever I go out, I always want sandwiches for some reason, It's like a good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I like Apple and the Beer Factory, they you know, have some good sandwiches. You know that's f-
3: one of the best steak sandwiches is the Good Company? Yeah, they do. It's sweet. Yeah. Like, so their steak sandwiches, super that's good. That's their thing, yeah. And they give you a juice with it. And actually,
0: not going to lie, this, this podcast or live show actually started at The Cozy Corner. We had two, our first two episodes were there. Um and basically, what happened was, like, like out of the first three episodes, two like the first two had massive scheduling issues, and we've never had scheduling issues since. So they were kind of like thinking that's how it was going to play out, you know? <laughs> and they're like, "This is our day off," like, um, but they have a freaking it's like a chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh, waffle, it's awesome. so good. Mm. Not gonna lie, they like fed us when the show was on there, and it
3: was. Why it did was you do that? You pretty did good. That, I know I tried. I just, we have got a free meal. It, it didn't pan <laughs> out, right? I got,
4: like tasting Thai in so town, <laughs> town. It's something. <sound> <laughs> but wait, you are talking about
5: the thing, right? Yeah, I do. like It's it's yeah, a
3: it's block good. away. It's a block yeah, away. It's yeah, it's pretty good too. Yeah, there's, but I only get I only get like the same two things every time. <laughs> right. When I, mean, I get like basil, like up that's how you know it's the chicken. best place Where I get, like, like you can't possibly
4: chicken. order anything else because you had mm, the right. best thing you've ever had that's how I feel like
3: Green Bay has a ton of awesome <clears throat> taco spots each one does something better than the other and you have to find you know what that place does well and then you just perpetuate the shit out of eating that over and over and, <laughs> over, and over, over again yeah but
0: that's the that's the process of developing a spot
3: mm. dude Green Bay has a lot
1: of good restaurants. They really do. Yeah, people always say they don't. I don't understand. Yeah. It. The yeah. This goes
3: back to people being dumb. I think yeah. people,
0: people only, like, if they're not from Green Bay, they think of Green Bay as, like, one, the one area they go to the most. They don't think of it right. as Howard and yeah. Alloway and, you know what I mean? That's
3: the other thing. I don't think a lot of people that are taught that would say something like that, they don't know where to go, you know, because a lot of the spots are kind of, like, they're not in, like, the popular part right. of Green Bay There's a lot the of really good Mexican or sure. Like maybe. the only the restaurant that I frequent uh, even around yeah. Lambo is like Sammy's. Yeah. And Charlie's in the mall. Don't but that that's good cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I, But otherwise, like that area. Is Green Bay, just, Bay really like, is spread out. A lot of chains. It yeah, is. It's very
1: different than yeah. Appleton that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like sure. all the
3: restaurants are like in random. So if you don't know about, you know, you're not gonna know unless somebody right. tells you. Right. You're not mm-hmm. gonna know about them.
0: Some of the good spots are tucked away in like <laughs> little yeah, industry areas.
3: in the middle of like a residential area, mm-hmm. and they're open till two, and they have beers till two, and like, they're not,
0: they're good. But y- y- are you going tonight? That'd be sweet. I'm actually going send us a picture. I'm if you either do.
3: going to Angel... I want Italian. So after this, when I drop these guys off, I'm either going to Angelina's nice. or Sammy's. I'm gonna get a bottle of wine. And if I go to Angelina's I'll get this uh, this Tina chicken thing. It's like a lightly breaded floured chicken with like pasta. And if I go to Sammy's, I'm gonna get the Asiago cheese and portobello mushroom sausage ravioli you're very
0: passionate about your regular orders
3: Mike <laughs> <laughs> is <guess laughs> very passionate <laughs> about food Mike is the food for dude. sure for sure if you want to know when, 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 when I used to do like shows like sometimes in town and I would people would come to town I would spend more time talking about where we were going to eat before the show than I did the actual show <laughs> and so then like it got to be this thing where like booking agents would be like he's going to want to go take you and it, and then it's like, and then it became this thing like oh like Derek always be like, why you always? Derek won't eat before a show ever. My buddy Derek, okay. cause he I don't know why. That Does he's book routine. people. What is? He's a he's a rapper. He goes by Daryl Pounds. That oh, I okay. okay. And he'll never eat like afternoon day of a show. And I always want to have a dinner. I want to break bread with people. You know, before the show, because mm-hmm. that's that's the best part. You know, as a rapper, like, I can appreciate. Oh, that's this. right. You're yeah. always about him, <laughs> <heels>, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're always about food. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a, as
2: fun.
4: a rapper, I can appreciate this. It's hard to like do your thing with your tongue if you got all this like cheese in your mouth and like beer yeah. in your belly. I will eat on
3: stage as a rapper. You got? <laughs> <laughs> you like the reincarnation of the fat boys. <laughs> you gotta
0: be like a little hungry before you go in, a little sh- like sharp. Um,
4: I don't know if I have to be hungry,
0: not, but not gorge. Like I can't no.
4: be, I can't be heavy <laughs> for sure, and I can't have any booze. Like, heavy. I'm a DJ though, I we don't really do much. Yeah. In, in I can be fat and lethargic. Tongue gets all slow. My <laughs> <laughs>
3: finger might be too heavy for Yeah. Alright, are we done? Alright, we'll <laughs> wrap <wrapping> it <laughs> up.
0: What's your favorite taco spot? Things are coming down. Art Hop, Art Hop Collective, thank you guys for being here. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Evan. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me.